Can you be quiet, please? Thank you. Welcome to Pirate Radio Live. How's everybody doing? Clip. Hey, man, good to see you, brother. Booty, 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 booty everywhere. Ahí estaba, en el centro. Hoyo de gloria. Have you scanned your MVP card? Breakfast was three eggs, scrambled light with grits and extra crispy bacon. Clip, what's up? It's Bryce. I know, Clip, but people are looking for you to sprinkle your magic fairy dust on this whole thing and make it all better. Let's get to that conversation now. Here is uh, that. Now live from the Pirate Radio Studios in the heart of the Pirate Nation, here is your host, Clip Brock. All right, welcome in to Pirate Radio Live again today. No Clip Brock as he is still under the weather, hoping he is feeling better as we speak and maybe will rejoin us this week as the holiday season is approaching fast and we wish Clip and Chandler well as they are still under the weather. But the show must go on. Jonathan Ellerby here today in the Pirate Radio studio. Going to be along the ride for three hours with you. Got an action-packed show. Got Shirley Rhodes and the Big Dog back in Studio B, ready to rock and roll with us today. And Tuesday means Coach Mack is here. Coach Mack is back. And Coach, sorry to disappoint you that I'm that I'm here for, for, for the ride for the next hour with you. But uh, I think we'll have some fun. I think we can cover a lot of good things and have some good discussion on the air. I've been on the B team a lot in my life, and this, this is nothing new. Is I, this, I can I can deal with you. And we've got adult supervision with Big Dog and Shirley, too, so that's that's good for us. I'm glad I've been upgraded from C team to B team. <laughs> oh, I didn't realize. <laughs> yeah, I was always... Congratulations. Back in college, uh, in the fraternity league, I was always on the C team. You know, I was like, <laughs> there was never an option for me to be A or B. I was always a C team player, so uh, it's thank you for at least elevating me to hey, the B team here. I'm glad to be here with you. Um, how are you? you? Ready for holidays? Uh, I am. We got uh, got a little more work to do. Got to take off tomorrow and get up to uh, Blacksburg to do a men's and women's doubleheader on Thursday and then get back here. And uh, Friday will uh, commence the holidays for me. But, okay. But happy holidays to everybody else who's already celebrating like uh, Clip and Chandler. Yeah. yeah. Well, I hope they're not. I, <laughs> I think if they're celebrating by sending a text that they've got this crud that is going around everywhere, then, uh, yeah. then, then good. I, I'm sure everybody would much rather be here doing this than uh, under the weather. But uh, what, what's the one thing you're looking forward to the most this holiday season? Just having my daughter at home. Uh, you know, anytime we get a chance, to, you know, she's married, has her own busy life, and uh, has a full time job that uh, demands a lot of her time. And we don't get to see her near as much as as we like to, especially this time of year, because uh, between her job and her husband's job and uh, me traveling all over doing basketball for November, December, January, and February, uh, don't get to see her as much as as usual. So that's the that's the number one priority for me. Do I remember correctly? From- from past shows that the Christmas pajamas are a thing at the McCarthy house. Is that, is that a tradition that's going to happen this year? Yeah. 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 Have, have you got your Christmas PJs? I don't know. I'm not in charge of that. Uh, matter of fact, I'm not in charge of much. Yes. That, to be honest, which makes it go so smooth probably around the McCarthy house. I, I saw a thing the other day that probably applies to you and a whole lot of other dads. But, uh, uh, the question was, are you as surprised as your, uh, kids are when they open their presents? <laughs> what do we get? Uh, yeah. What, what did I get you? 
Yeah. So, uh, Coach Mac, any food you're looking forward to for the holidays? I know, I know you 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 have it. You always love the the delicacies. I, I do. You know, forever we had Thanksgiving at uh, Thanksgiving, and we had Thanksgiving again at Christmas. And Katie decided she wanted to change that up. So about the last decade, we've gone with the standing rib roast and done something a little bit different on Christmas Day. And uh, they're big. Both uh, both of them are big foodies. He, she and her husband Alex. They uh, they love to cook and uh, they make their own pasta, make their own bread. They do all these kind of things. And uh, so they have planned out every single meal. And I, I told you about the uh, the Thanksgiving uh I was going to say fiasco, but it really wasn't a fiasco. But it was a the, spreadsheet. The, the spreadsheet where where they literally had everything that went into the oven or on the stove at a certain time and what time it came off, and uh, they're serious about this eating thing. Yeah, now. they're running that thing like American Airlines over there. Of what's coming in no, no, on no, what no. runway, this no. and that. Way better than American way, Airlines. Way, way better. Way better. Well, <laughs> maybe a bad analogy, but uh, at least guiding food yeah. in and out of the kitchen into into Happy Mouse. But bread and candy this time of year is always really good because it's usually really. Really yeah. fresh. And unfortunately, Gene's really good at that stuff. Mm. And uh, some of it does not make it to its uh, you know, intended destination, to be honest. Uh, there may be a piece or two out of everybody's basket. Coach Mack, our special guest, will be here for hour one. Coming up in hour two, we'll welcome David Lee. He has written a book about Marvin Jarman. Marvin, a Greenville legend, is his book. We'll get the details on that. And then in hour three, our buddy Bryce Williams will be here. We'll also uh, get some uh, audio from Coach Mike Schwartz as he gets ready for his game on Wednesday night against Delaware State. So an action-packed show of things that are real busy right now. Speaking of action, coming up on Wednesday, it's going to be official National Signing Day. And uh, Coach Mike Houston is going to have a press conference and kind of officially roll out some of the high school players that have done early signings, some of the transfers that, that, that have the portal is alive and well coach Mac uh, have you been following all the portal ins and outs did you I probably saw East Carolina signed a quarterback from Michigan State an NC State receiver has signed today it seems like and a Missouri linebacker so it seems like the Pirates are are adding some players from the portal yeah you better be adding some players from the portal not not only East Carolina but everybody else in the in the country and the portal uh, action has just absolutely overwhelmed this early signing date which used to be a big deal um, I, I have heard almost nothing about the early sign a date uh you know a bit of big news of course we can talk you know the next three hours about the portal you may have to bump these people but the uh one big piece of news of course was uh dylan rayola um who everybody assumed was going to georgie's from arizona moved to georgia about 45 miles outside of athens everybody assumed he was going there and he signs at nebraska now he does have nebraska ties his dad played there his uncle is the i think offensive or defensive line coach there uh they were involved to start with but that was a pretty big flip right there um and and the quarter quarterback situation in the portal is just mind-blowing because it's it impacts everybody if if you're sitting there and you're a five-star kid like ty thompson at at uh oh gosh where where was he uh at at oregon uh big time recruit from last year they signed dylan gabriel so what did Thompson do? He went and got in the portal. I mean, this is a guy that they spent a lot of time and probably money on, too. And then on top of that, the kid Dante Moore from UCLA, he goes to Oregon, too. And then Rayola, because he was going to go to Nebraska, Kyle McCord, who was going to Nebraska, he has to find a place to go, so he goes to Syracuse. This whole domino effect is, is, just, uh, is just crazy. And if you're a quarterback and your coach goes out and signs a portal guy – 
I don't know what you think about your future. Are you going to hang in there? And we've got at least four big-time quarterbacks left. you got Cam Ward from Washington State, who's available. DJ Uyunglele. Yes, there you um, go. It's a handful. Yeah, yeah, and a mouthful. That's pretty good, uh, but he, you know, from Oregon State and Clemson, he's he's out there. You've got um, you got Malik Murphy from Texas, who's out there, and that's a weird one too because he's the backup quarterback. They're in the playoffs, and he's going to go ahead and leave. Uh, you know that that's that puts everybody in a little bit of a bind and i know not him though he's looking after his best he is looking after his best interest but but you know he said i hate this and i don't like to do it but you know there are limited spots out there if i don't go now there won't be a spot for me out there and he's got arch manning sitting there behind him who's patiently waiting although i don't know how uh i don't know how much patience he'll have and you know, on and on, the, the number of good quarterbacks available and the number of quarterbacks that are changing places, and who knows how it'll how it'll fit them. Cam Ward, I think he I think he started at like Incarnate Word to start with before he went to to Washington State. Now he's going to end up at maybe Miami, maybe Florida State. Uh, you got to think that Ohio State's in the in the market for somebody. If you fire your quarterback, you you either have one there that you really like, or you think you've got one coming in. So, um, well, there's so much action in the portal getting college players to move schools. You kind of forget about the five star high school players that are. Yeah, it's overwhelmed. It's it's like, well, what about? I mean, because then some of them got to be going somewhere too. And then, I mean, then how many? I mean, then how many quarterbacks do you need? And then because then how many are coming and going? It's it, it is it is bizarro this this portal, and especially with the quarterbacks because you know they're the ones getting the big cash. And, and and there are decisions being made not to recruit high school kids because if you can get a guy that has started somewhere even at the FCS level or or you know even Group of Five level that can come up and play right away rather than take a three star kid who might be good in a year or two, well you know there is no year or two anymore. You you need to win this year. And I think I think everybody feels that pressure all the way from Ohio State to Prairie View. I think I mean you even look at Lincoln Riley. I mean he he's searching for a quarterback in the portal instead yeah. of I mean he had a five star on his roster that I guess that's going in the portal. Yeah. So I mean Malachi, it, it, yeah. I mean it used to be like okay you got, who's who's your next guy coming up you know I mean when, when he was at Oklahoma he had you know what Kyler Murray Baker Mayfield you know I mean he had so yeah, Jalen Hurts I mean but they and they I mean he got some of them in the transfer portal but I mean but it was like. Sometimes you just kind of had them lined up, ready to go. But now that was like those were the only guys doing the portal. Then now everybody's doing it. Yeah, and uh, and who knows? They they say that you know he's the leader for Will Howard and from Kansas State, and he's a nice quarterback. He ain't no Heisman Trophy winner. You know, he's not that guy, and he's had four or five in a row that have been either the winner of the Heisman Trophy or a contender to win the Heisman Trophy. That'll be a different deal for Lincoln Riley. Of course, he's uh, he's catching a lot of heat right now. Yes, absolutely. Well, I mean, what what's your take on the portal? Is it? I mean, what what changes need to be made or should be made, or is it? I mean, is is there is there anything to do to it except just just watch it? The one thing it does overshadow is all the assistant coaches that used to move. I mean, like you used to be concerned about oh, who, such and such went from East Carolina to you know Miami or where you know like all these coaches that were moving. Now now it's just chaos everywhere. Players, coaches, everything. Yeah, the portal is a mess, and I, you know I kind of hate. 
needed. And, I, um, you know, the, the players have more power with Portal and NIL than, than ever. And we've talked about it even on this show for, you know, for a long time now. But uh, the, the coaches really pushed back. Okay, we can't keep you from transferring. You're going to be able to go and play immediately. But we can at least say you can only do that once. And now the courts strike that down and say no, you, there are no limits on that, and you know we're we're allowing any player anywhere to transfer. Doesn't matter how many times. That was one guardrail that that I thought was helpful. Unless you were a grad transfer, the second time you transferred, you had to sit out. But I can't tell you how many kids that I've had personally that that didn't transfer just because they didn't want to go somewhere and sit for a year right. and it made them hang in there and and persevere and fight through it and and most of the time came out better on the other side but uh, uh it it's it really has called chaos and then caused chaos and then you've got right now you've got coaches trying to sign high school players trying to sign portal trying to keep their own players and then oh yeah there's 80 some of them getting ready for bowl games too yeah what's your take on uh players portaling out of the bowl games or you you told me earlier today that someone at virginia tech is in the portal but they're playing for the Hokies in the bowl game three guys are in the port there are probably five guys in the portal from virginia tech none of them starters two of them have gone ahead and and said you know we're not coming back but three of them want to play in the bowl game and they're they're having them play in the bowl game and i know so many coaches when this first started you went in the portal you you were dead to them you know you, you, we, we're moving on we're not doing this but these guys Coach Pry's uh, opinion was, hey, they helped us get to this bowl game. Why shouldn't they play? Who's Virginia Tech playing? Uh, Tulane. Oh, well, maybe they're going to try to portal over the other sidelines during the game. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, hey, Coach, how you doing? They might. Tulane's had a bunch of kids leave. And, of course, Pratt now has mentioned that that he is or announced that he's not playing. And, of course, their whole staff is gone uh, because, of course, Coach Fritz went to Houston. And uh, I don't think the new coaches are in place to coach yet. The coach... uh, Oh, gosh, I'm throwing a blank on his name from Troy. Um, and then, of course, the Troy guy just got replaced by the guy from Notre Dame, the offensive coordinator from Notre Dame. But uh, speaking of the coaches' carousel. But, uh, yeah, the, the, all these things are are new things for coaches to deal with. I mean, Virginia Tech's had three players miss practice so they could go visit other schools, but they're going to play for them in the bowl game. It sounds crazy, but when you think about it, they did help them get there. They really are committed to wanting to play in it, and it's before the next semester starts. So, you know, I guess it's going to work out. I don't see – I mean, the, the, those players are using it as a tryout, I guess. You know, the, the, sure. So, I mean, there's really no downside for anybody in that situation. I think the downside would be somebody that's looking to – that already has a spot at another school. And if yeah. I was that coach, if you were transferring to my school, I'd be like – no, don't play in the military bowl. I, right. I, I want you to be healthy and come here and get you know get in my system. But uh, if you're in between schools, which it sounds like these guys are, there's, and there's really no downside for Virginia Tech of having a few extra players because you can't play football half speed. I mean, if they're going to go in the game, they're not a star. I mean, they're going to go in and try to show, showcase their skills. So, I mean, why not? Yeah, and, and while they weren't starters, they all did play and they all did contribute. And who knows, maybe they have such an experience that they change their minds and, and they stick around. Yeah, maybe it does work out. Has that with all the stuff with the bowl? Have the has the bowl system? Is it just way beyond? Is it 
is what's the point of it at this point? And <laughs> is other than it's just exhibition and TV things to watch over the next couple of weeks. I mean, is is there has it outlived its purpose? Well, Clip and I had this discussion last week, and he said, I'm just not interested in the bowl games. Well, the the fact that Clip isn't interested in the bowl games does not mean there aren't people interested. First of all, they're going to do pretty good ratings because it's on. People are not working. They're not in school. The games are on. People bet on the games, and there's nothing else on TV because there's no original material showing up except maybe a Christmas special. So people are going to watch these games. Um, And the second thing is, if you've watched any of them from Georgia Southern and Ohio U at 11 o'clock the very first day, these kids are excited about playing. There may not be a big crowd there, uh, but but they're excited about playing for their school and finishing the season on a winning note. Uh, it, it means a lot to the individual schools. It may not mean anything to us that uh, Georgia Southern and and Ohio U are playing in the whatever bowl, Myrtle Beach or wherever they were playing. Uh, it may not matter that we don't know where half the bowls are based on their names, uh, but those schools are excited those football programs coaches and players and fans are excited about being in those 40 plus bowl games you think i do you really believe i do now there are some that are going to be disappointed like florida state and georgia you know that they they only had their eyes on the college football playoff you think they're not going to show up and play their tails off in the Orange Bowl? I really think they will. And uh, and there are others. Penn State, the, they go 10-2. Mississippi goes 10-2. Mississippi loses to Georgia and Alabama. Penn State loses to Michigan and Ohio State. I think those kids want to finish on a high note. I think they do want to play in the, in the Peach Bowl. But there's also, I guess, all the headlines and stuff of the players in the portal and stuff that aren't playing and stuff that 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 deters a little bit from from the from the average fan. But but I don't think it does from the schools themselves. Coach Mac McCarthy, our special guest here in hour one, we'll take a quick timeout. When we come back, uh, we'll talk more college sports uh, with uh, Coach Mac. He's going to give us his picks for Alabama, Michigan, Texas, Washington. We'll also talk uh, Chip Kelly came out with a statement this week yeah. or whatever. I don't think it was anything new of what we haven't somewhat heard in different, but he kind of just laid it out at a time where he caught and went viral, I guess. And so we'll, we'll talk about what he said. And uh, could, could college football get to a point where there are no conferences? Is that is that even possible? And Coach Mack's going to tell us what's going to be the next shoe to drop in college sports. I mean, we've, we've seen the changes year in and year out, and we're getting ready to go into a whole new year. There's got to be something. What's the next big domino that's going to shift in the world of college sports? So uh, stick with us. We've got a huge Pirate Radio Live today. Plus, I don't even know if I mentioned this, your chance to be a winner in the treasure chest. We have three more prizes left. We'll make you a winner coming up at some point during this program. Thanks for being with us. We'll be back right after this. You're listening to Hour One of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Pirate Water. Get ready to party, pirates. Go to drinkpiratewater.com to find your new treasure. 21 and older only. Pirate Water. Why be yourself when you can be a pirate? Now, back to the show. 
welcome back. Brown and Wood is your home of the best selection of GMC, Cadillac, and Buick uh, and Mazda as well in eastern North Carolina since 1937. Shop their entire inventory online at brownandwoodauto.com or visit them on Greenville Boulevard. Brown and Wood, Greenville's number one dealership and the home of the lifetime powertrain warranty. Now we'll set back in to PRL. Here's Ellery. All right. Thank you, Shirley. It was just at Brown and Wood earlier today, and uh, they are unloading used cars. They've got the best prices on used vehicles right now in eastern North Carolina. So if you're in the market for a used vehicle, stop by and see the good folks at Brown and Wood on Greenville Boulevard. They will hook you up with a deal. Their website is wide open if you want to get shopping today. So thanks to Brown and Wood. Great sponsors of the program. Welcome back in. Jonathan Ellerby, Coach Mack in Studio A, the big dog in Shirley Rhodes in Studio B. And uh, Coach, a lot of changes have happened in the world of college athletics this year. And things are always constantly in change. What's the next big domino? What's the next big shoe to drop in the world of college athletics that uh, we should be bracing ourselves for sometime in 2024? I think before anything else big can happen, although I say that understanding that big things have happened without this going on, but I think there has to be some kind of relief from somewhere, whether it be the courts or whether it be Congress, there has to be some kind of relief about what they're going to do with the student athletes what the ncaa is going to treat the student athletes as are they going to be student athletes or are they going to be employees because that affects so many things the tax structure you know how contracts are all those kind of things and once they can determine that then you can start moving forward with with how players are going to be compensated but of course you mentioned you you referenced chip kelly and and his "Quote unquote rant, if you will, um, you know, he touched on a lot of things that that I think are in the picture. Charlie Baker came out with his proposal uh, about how to go forward with things. I don't think that was anything but a starting point and a conversation starter. I think he wanted to see where everybody was and get input from everybody because there are a lot of stakeholders in this. You you have the student athletes, you have athletic departments, you have universities, you have boosters, you have television folks that are going to be." Absolutely, a big part of whatever is decided going forward. And um, I think he brought up some really valid points. But again, in order to get to any of those points, you have to decide how you're going to handle the student athlete piece of things. And what is the best way to handle that? Should they be employees? You know, I, I hope not. Uh, because it, it brings in all kinds of different problems. Uh, but everything if, has problems. Yeah, it, I said. You know, I was going to say. Of course, everything does have problems. But, uh, but, but I, you know, I, I, I'm still hanging on. Maybe I'm just too old school. But I'm still hanging on to that old student athlete kind of uh, amateur athletics kind of uh, you know situation that we've had for years and years and years. And I know all that is gone already. But, uh, but I'm still hoping we can hang on to the theory that these kids are student athletes and not just athletes for employ. See, I think the next big shoe to drop is when next year when they go to the 12-team playoff and we're sitting around this time of year. And as you said, the backup quarterback at Texas is opting out of of their of their game, which is against uh, Washington. So, I, I mean, but next year when, when the guys in the 12-team playoff, that's going to be 12 teams, not four, that are going to gonna see all this money the 12-team playoff is going to make. And when that revenue sharing is not being shared with the athletes, I think there's going to be a lot of agents and a lot of people in these athletes' ears and things saying, well, you don't need to go play 
as you know the 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 eight versus what seed or what you know you, you need to get ready for the NFL draft and and I think yeah. and if that diminishes the 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 playoff field a little bit that if there's enough of those people that are you know, hesitating to play in the in, in the college football playoff, then they're going to have to get a formula of being like, okay, we're making all this money for the playoff. How can we distribute it and share it with with the players? Yeah, but but two points along with that. First of all, next year is a big step, but the big step is 2026 when it comes up for renegotiation because it, we're we're into this 12 team thing for 2 years. Then in 2026 there is no contract. We'll see, we'll have to see what it looks like going forward. The second part of that is yeah, there will be people saying you need to look at your NFL future. You need to take care of yourself. Don't put yourself at risk. Uh look at the money you can make, but the NIL speaks to the opposite of that because we're seeing kids we've seen it big time in basketball but you're also seeing in football staying in college because of the nil because their their future in the end in nfl is uncertain at best now there are some that are going to be so good it doesn't matter but if you're a third fourth fifth sixth on down and they're telling you to to sit out and and take care of yourself you might be able to get a better deal from your school or another school to stay in college and play but there's also going to be that like my nil deal goes through the 12 regular season games here we are in the playoffs and other like hey look Let's let's all let's repony up for for some more money, or I am going to sit out. Uh, and and you you're not thinking that it's not going on right now, are you? Oh, I, I'm yeah, you. I'm sure. That you, how much stress do you think Alabama, Michigan, uh, and uh, Texas and Washington were, were negotiating with their players to uh, to get some more money? All you have to put it out there is Joe Milton. It, it just you know came across Twitter. Joe Milton in the lock to play in whatever bowl game that uh, Tennessee is playing in uh, against. Um, Iowa, so uh, you think you think his uh, phone isn't ringing? You think his agent's phone isn't ringing to make sure he does play in that game? He might have just made himself another thirty, forty, fifty, hundred thousand dollars just to play in that game. I guarantee you, it's happening right now. Yeah, it's uh, it's the wild, wild west with the uh, portal bowl games. Uh, lots of dollars out there, and uh, I think you've said it on this program many times: is is money's the answer? What's the question? Uh, to everything we talk about, <laughs> it, it, it generally, if you can say, "All right, money," there's the answer. Now, what's what's the question, and how do we get back to it? Is there anything else you think that's gonna that we're gonna see changes or anything in, in college athletics? I don't know in 2024 in your Again, crystal I ball. I don't know if we're gonna play the the Chip Kelly thing yeah. at all, but uh, but you know his thing. The one thing that he has said that I've been hearing, you know, giving credit where credit is due, and, and I'm sure someone said it before this guy, but I've been hearing Rick Neuhausel talk about this for two or three years. Football really messed up. You know, the NCAA had the rights to negotiate for college football. The court struck that down in a court case by Georgia and Oklahoma, I think, ironically, uh, and said, no, the schools have the rights. So that, that did away with the NCAA limiting exposure and deciding who was on TV and, and dealing with that money. And the schools became in charge. And the schools didn't want, really want much part of it. Some of them did and some of them didn't. But that's where it got to be where the conferences did all the negotiating. If the NCAA said, we're going to do the negotiations for everybody, they could double, triple, quadruple the money that these conferences are getting already. But... Is Greg Sankey or Petiti or Yormach or Phillips or any of those guys going to give up that power? 
I doubt it. Right. Now, now, they may be forced to, but it would take, again, legislation or the courts to do that. Shirley, let's uh, hit the uh, Chip Kelly audio from uh, what he had to say, and I'll, and I'll get Coach to break it down of what he said right, what he said wrong, or uh, of, of what his take is. Here was Chip Kelly on his thoughts on uh, the world of college athletics and some changes that need to be made. What is the, the biggest issue that you might have right now, whether it be realignment, NIL, transfer portal, and what would your, your plan maybe be to, to try to solve it? I think they're all a problem, and I think we need to have a conference commissioner. I think football should be separate from the other sports. Just the fact that our school is leaving to go to the Big Ten in football, our, our softball team should be playing Arizona in softball. Our basketball team should be playing Arizona in basketball. But because football left, and they're saying, well, how do you do that? Well, Notre Dame's independent in football, and they're in a conference and everything else. I think we should all be independent in football. And you can have a 64-team conference that's in the Power Five, and you can have a 64-team conference in the Group of Five, and we separate it, and we play each other. You can have the West Coast teams, and then every year we play seven games against the West Coast teams, and then we play the East. So we play Syracuse, Boston College, Pitt, West Virginia, Virginia. Then the next year you play against the South while you still play your seven teams. You can play a seven-game schedule. You can play four against another conference, another division opponent, and you can always play against one Mountain West team every year so that we can still keep those rivalries going. Not that I've really thought about this. <laughs> Not that I've allowed to spend the time on this. But I think if you went together collectively as a group, and so there's 132 teams, and we all share in the same we all share the same TV contract, so that the Mountain West doesn't have one, and the Sun Belt doesn't have another, and SEC has one, and they have another. That we all go together. That's a lot of games, and there's a lot of people in the TV world that would go through it. You can sponsor each one instead of calling it Group of Five and Power Five. You can call it Amazon, Nike, bid that out to things. You do a lot of different things. But I think if we still do the same thing and take all that money, and I would do this, and I think this needs to be done, that money now needs to be shared with the student-athletes, and there needs to be revenue sharing, and the players should get paid, and you can get rid of NLI, and the schools should be paying the players because the players are what the product is. And the fact that they don't get paid is really the biggest travesty. Not that I've thought about it. All right, Coach. He's thought about it. What did he say wrong? <laughs> I don't know that he said anything that's wrong. He he probably says some things that uh, that aren't in the uh, near future for sure. But um, it, it would make so much sense to uh, to have one massive negotiating uh, uh, power, if you will. Uh, that that is the thing that makes the most sense that he said. Uh, the other thing about everybody being an independent. I don't see that happening, but there's a lot going on right now that I would have never seen happening either. So uh, I don't disagree with that. And the you know the top 64 and the next 64, where you draw that line would be a, a battle for the ages because there are going to be people on on both sides that think they should be there, uh, and the conferences are ironically kind of keeping that from happening right now because you've got folks grandfathered in like a Vanderbilt or a Northwestern or you know you can name whoever you want to name from other leagues but uh but some of that is already happening because of because of conference alignment if you will but can't i mean do you see i mean they're talking about what he talks about in college football is is no conferences everybody's independent in football i mean you keep your conferences for your other sports i guess but i mean is that doable and then you said 
I mean, everybody wants to split it 64-64. I mean, maybe you split it four ways. Maybe there's four divisions. I, I mean, it doesn't have to be 50-50. I mean, yeah. I mean, what, what is the line? What is the number that, I mean, because if you're negotiating and you can get a higher number with 30 than you can get with 60, I mean, it's better to split money with 30 than 60 if you can get a higher number. So, I mean, what what, what is that magic number if you had to guess, if, if there was a breakaway? We probably ought to ask the television networks because ultimately they'll decide, right? Right. Uh, yeah. I mean, if the television networks are picking teams i mean at some point they're gonna go boom like i mean there's a reason the mlb nfl all the they all have about 30 32 teams i mean it's and the the one thing that could drive the single power negotiating situation is if someone in the courts along the way says the players deserve 13 percent of all the money that's made or 25 percent or 50 percent whatever it is and i know mlb has their deal nfl has their deal and the nba has their deal uh, don't know if hockey has their deal or not but but they that's how they that's how they got into this situation too is while they've always negotiated as a league but they ended up giving the players more money because it was ordered that they give the players more money or negotiated that they give the players more money and i think i think that's the thing that could get this this whole thing over the top that that chip kelly is talking about let's take another time out when we come back coach mack will give you his picks for alabama michigan texas washington we got those uh earlier this week from holt nailers and his crew and i'll be interested to see who coach mack thinks is going to be hoisting the national championship coming up in early january we'll get that uh also a lot more coming up on the program we got bryce williams stopping by in hour three and we have uh, david lee coming up in hour two he wrote the book marvin a greenville legend so uh a book about marvin jarman i can't wait to hear about this book and uh, look forward to thumbing through it hopefully he'll bring a couple copies for us to to take a look at uh, plus your chance to be a winner in the treasure chest we got a lot to get to and uh, pirate radio will roll on right after this You're listening to Hour One of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Pirate Water. Get ready to party, pirates. Go to drinkpiratewater.com to find your new treasure. 21 and older only. Pirate Water. Why be yourself when you can be a pirate? Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Are you in outside sales and looking for an opportunity to increase your earning potential? Copy Pro has been in Eastern North Carolina for over 45 years and continues to grow each year, and they are in need of more sales professionals with a desire to potentially make a six-figure income. Do you have what it takes? Visit CopyPro.net today to submit your resume and to learn more. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Ellerby. All right, thank you, Shirley. Shirley and the big dog hanging down in Studio B. Coach Mac, Ellerby in Studio A. Got some more guests coming up in Hour 2 and Hour 3, plus your chance to be a winner in the treasure chest. And uh, Coach Mack, we went to break, and uh, I think there's going to be a couple good uh, playoff games between Alabama and Michigan and Texas and Washington. I, I think I'm, I'm intrigued. I, I, I expect both of them to be pretty competitive. I, I wouldn't expect either team, any team, to really get blown out. Maybe I'm wrong, but uh, how, how do you see these games playing out? Who do you think is going to win? Yeah, you know they look 
pretty good on paper for sure but um you know we've thought that in the past too and we've had some real bummers uh, uh, for semifinal games and uh, I, I hope uh, we're right about this one uh, that that they would be competitive you've got such great stories you know the michael Penix thing coming back from the injury and kalen DeBoer, they you know what the job he's done at washington and the fight despite the fact that you know they struggled some uh defensively a little bit here and there and and uh, Penix didn't necessarily have his best offensive games in the biggest of games he he still looked like he threw passes that nobody else can and texas being back if you will uh i i I guess you can absolutely say they are you know back-to-back pretty good seasons but particularly this year uh with the one blemished uh you know losing on the last play of the game to to their arch rival oklahoma and the red river shootout rivalry whatever you want to call it uh, whatever we're we're allowed to call it now nowadays and then uh washington and alabama alabama you know i think uh folks uh buried them pretty early in the season when they lost to texas and then played so poorly the next week against south florida they actually struggled multiple games arkansas auburn uh but they played their best when it counted when they beat georgia in the sec championship game and gosh you know i know there's been a big fuss about fsu not getting in and i I agree with with that i don't think you can uh you know i don't think you can compare a one-loss team with a team that hasn't lost at all i think that was a mistake by the committee but uh they they did that and i don't know how you drop georgia from first all year to to out of the top four either i don't know how that happens so uh so we've got that controversy still hanging over the semifinals but um but we're still all looking forward to those games michigan and alabama alabama again playing so well michigan you know didn't play a really difficult schedule at all they basically played a two-game schedule and they and they performed well enough to beat penn state first and game and last state. game yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes yes now you throw it yeah. up throw, don't throw out that first that Thirty pirates, to three pirates and the Buckeyes. Yeah, yeah actually, the you know the the, the pirates held them to uh, one of their lower totals of the year. I Absolutely, guess. that pirate defense was stout up at the big house. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, you know it's it's hard to you know so many people root against Alabama because they've been there so long and done that, and a lot of people root against Harbaugh uh, because of being hardball right uh and then you've got the cheating scandal there that uh that i don't think we've seen the end of that i I don't i think they've kind of admitted guilt and and we'll see exactly how extensive it was and that's the bad thing about the ncaa it may be three years from now we may not you know i may not live long enough to see this the end of this investigation but um that being said i i like texas and i like alabama in a rematch and uh, i don't know that that's what the general public would want that's what florida state wants uh yeah yeah they do <laughs> yeah can florida state get invited to that game yeah they've had you know the, the legislators don't have anything better to do in florida and georgia they they they've they've been lobbying uh bill hancock to see if they can make the orange bowl part of the playoff i don't know how that would work but mm, uh yeah. but uh, we know that's not going to happen and uh some folks showboating for their uh for their base i guess but that doesn't happen very often does it so you got you got Texas and Alabama. Who wins that game? Golly, man. You know, if Alabama at that point, if they can beat Michigan and Georgia back-to-back, how would you pick against against Saban? And and I absolutely don't want to see that game again. But uh, given the choices, I think that might be what happens. Is there any chance Saban would retire if he would to win the national championship this year? 
Like, or is he just, he's, he's in like, this is just what he does. Like, Obviously I don't know anything about it, but you know, just from the outside, I don't think you, I don't, he loves what he's doing. You can't do it with that kind of intensity and not love it. I don't think he walks away. All right. So he, he wins. And big dog is thinking about it. Big, big dog. I was just going to say Nick Saban currently owns like six car dealerships in Florida. He's it's so financially lucrative for him, and he's so good at it. Why would you walk away? I just I mean you go out on top, but not, that doesn't necessarily people like to do that anymore. I mean, it's, or, I, I mean, if it's, the it's money's hard to do. if the money's good, you got to ride it out. It's not even really about the money. I mean, he's got a system in place, and if he feels like he's got, obviously, I think he'll have one of the best three teams next year. Why not roll it back? You know that's a that's a whole nother show. How many folks in sports have ever walked away while they were on top? But let's go back to Saban. Uh, well, Peyton Manning and John Elway. I was going to say. Well, I, I don't Peyton know. Peyton Manning won it all. Didn't he win the Super Bowl and walk away? Yeah, that was the that was the um, game where they didn't call any uh, hits to the helmet on Cam Newton. The Broncos. Yeah, <laughs> beat the Panthers. <laughs> they, and then they John- beat. John Elway, brains John Elway won back to back. I'm trying to think who else. So. Elway, I would give you that Elway went out on top. Mm-hmm. Jordan could have. Mm. He had to play for the Wizards. He could have. <laughs> he could have. It's he tough. could have. I don't think. I mean, may, I mean, as I said, if Nick Saban enjoys this, his health's good. I mean, it's well, one. I mean, I, I just threw it out there. I just thought it was just seeing what your opinion would be, but. Uh, I mean, we'll see. I, I don't think I, you know, I don't think the money matters. I don't think any of that. I don't. I think winning's what matters. I, I, I think end. that matters to him. Yeah. And as long as he's winning, he's not leaving. I think he just likes to stack how many trophies he can put on just to. You know build, what shocked build, me? Build the difference. Uh, did you see guys see the 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 shot of Saban with his Ferrari, in his uh, no, in his, at his at his garage or whatever that came out in the past week. And he had a tripled up dip cup in the seat of a red Ferrari. He's a one of a kind human being. Like that's just not a <laughs> that's not that's not normal action. That's what you find in the cab of F two fifty. That's not what you find in a red Ferrari. Maybe in Alabama you do. You know, <laughs> maybe, maybe maybe that's just standard operating procedure down in Alabama. So definitely those two games are going to be or three games will be will be great picks. Do you, who would be the surprise team to win the national title? If if you said, wow, I would be shocked if. Washington. Washington. Washington's easy. Yeah. yeah, they're easy. Nobody is picking Washington. Who's the People team? in Washington aren't picking Washington. Who is the team you do not want to win out of the four? Like, is there a Michigan? Villain? Is there a team that's just Michigan? A villain? Michigan's a villain. Yeah. And, and, and it's not even Michigan. It's Harbaugh. It yeah. is Harbaugh. Yeah. yeah. It's old khaki pants. Khaki, old khaki pants and the cheating Connor Stallion. Coach, yep. uh, no, he is. On the same year that we found out this man had a full espionage operation. The man's still coaching. Yes. It's, it's, it's yes. so crazy. He coached six games this year, seven games this year, right? Yes. He only coached because of his problems. Games. Because of the drama in I his think program. There's just a misunderstanding. Because he's a cheat. Yes. He's a cheat. <laughs> and he wears those khaki pants. I hate them. You don't <laughs> like the khaki pants? No, I like khaki pants, but the, the, the plain There's something flaunt. about his yeah. khaki pants that hey, is irritating. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Man, there's, there's a lot of hate being poured out in here, Ricky Bobby. Hey, it's real. It's real. Um, 
Those are going to be some good TV picks. Coach, a holiday season. What are some other good TV suggest? What What are you watching? What would be? What would you suggest someone watch uh, on Netflix or stream or whatever? Uh, a series or a documentary? Any, anything you, you're looking else forward to to watching or you have watched? Golly, Ned, I've over the seen, holidays, I've seen so many good things lately. But uh, yeah, I saw one. I was I was telling you during the break. I saw one the other day that I just stumbled on the Yogi Berra documentary on, and I'm pretty sure it's on Netflix. And it is just outstanding. I, I thought I knew a lot about Yogi Berra and uh, baseball in the 50s, and I uh, gosh, even the 40s and 60s. And of course, he coached into the into the 80s. But I did not know a lot of the things about Yogi Berra that are in that documentary. It's outstanding. Uh, Yogi Bear on Netflix. Yes. Is, is it a series or just a documentary? Just a documentary. Okay. 90 minutes. All right. 90 minutes to watch Yogi Bear. I'll, I'll check that out. Anything else that you, that you got on your bucket list or you've heard that's good? Oh, gosh. I, I, we we binge watch a bunch of stuff. Uh, I'm trying to think of what might be the very best one. What's the best thing you and Gene have watched this year, you think, that that's like an absolute, like just a no-brainer? That is a series, a document, oh. or movie. Is there any good movie? I mean, no one ever suggested. I have a, I have a, uh, a holiday suggestion for you, Coach. Lay it on me. You're gonna have to go to the movies to go see it, which I'm gonna have to too. It's not on. It's not on streaming. But uh, this week, actually, a movie called The Iron Claw comes out, and it's about the Von Erich uh, wrestling family in down in Texas. Yeah. Um, and it's very well produced. It's produced. It's it's like a it's an Oscar season movie. Um, it, that's my that's my suggestion. Iron Claw. I, I Iron think Claw. it's about it's about a family um, where all there was a, a father who was a promoter, and then all of his uh, children were wrestlers. There was four boys, and they uh, had a lot of tragedy in that. Family. I went, well, I wasn't going to spoil the movie. Is it just based on their story, right? Well, so all the boys, all the boys except for one, are dead now. Huh. Um, they all died by like 93, 94. Um, Coach doesn't seem to be the excitement one, meter's not moving over there. One made no, it. it it's, one it's made intriguing. it to the intriguing. one made it to the WWE. But the movie is going to be about their early years training and how they interacted with their father Fritz von Erich, who is a. Uh, I would say a mountain of a character in the in the wrestling story world. You know that there's a ton of stories about him, and and they're coming up. They they wanted to send one of the boys to the Olympics. It, it, it's it's really well done. Stars Zac Efron, um, the guy. I, have you watched the Bear? The show, the cooking show. No, uh, yeah, yeah, grills, whatever. Yeah. No, whatever no, no, say. no, not that. There's a series on Netflix called the uh, I believe it's on Netflix called the Bear, and it's about a a chef in a new york small kitchen and he works his way up and his stuff no that's a good series to watch too it has has the same actor in it um tons of good actors in it uh it's been reviewed well so far and like i said it's kind of you know it's it's oscar season now it's time for award you know movies that have their eyes on awards to be released We've seen Dad come many, and that sounds really that sounds really interesting. It's just interesting. It's just different. Yeah, the, a different uh, story. One that pops to mind is the is the one about Phil Knight, uh, because that 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 was right in the wheelhouse That's where, you. where I yeah. was where I was yeah. uh, you know coming through the coaching ranks and and knowing Ravley and Sonny Vaccaro really really well, and both of those guys being involved in my sure. career, um, you know, uh, both shoe wise and otherwise. Did you watch Air? What's that? Yes. Air, you watched yeah. Air? Yeah. What did you think of it? 
Uh, I thought it was. I thought there was a lot of facts uh, correct in the thing. Okay. All yeah. right. All right. That was more yeah. my 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 thought. It was like historically, as somebody who lived in those times yeah. and went through those those types of situations, what did you think of that? Yeah. It was it was accuracy. It was really crazy, and things have changed so much because sure. back then, see those sco- those companies dealt directly with the coaches. Right. They right. didn't deal with the schools at no. all. Coach uh, K had a Nike contract. Yeah, you, Dean Smith had a, exactly. a Nike contract. And, and, and the baseball guy might have an Adidas contract yes. or a, yes. you know whatever. Wilson right. contract. But uh, but yeah, you negotiated your ball deal, your yep. shoe deal, your uniform deal, and then eventually all those things came together. Uh, and then the NCAA passed a rule where the schools had to deal with the, the shoe companies themselves, not the individual coaches. And that's when you got everybody covered under the umbrella where everybody got nike or adidas right. or what have you yep hmm. so any any final suggestions tv picks yogi bear you're gonna watch the you're gonna watch the uh the, uh, the wrestling the wrestling yeah i would love to, for you to see it because i just want to talk to you about it because i just think it, it's about it's about coaching and it's about life and I'll, those have some time. I'll have some time maybe not during christmas but i'll have some time to it, do that for sure it, i think it i think your opinion would be interesting and we stream that. like crazy so yes i you know i'll see i'll see all of it eventually all right well coach uh thanks for being here any uh any Thank final y'all. thoughts did christmas we, thoughts did for... we sur- did we survive did we did we do the did we do clip and chandler justice i mean did we did we take care of the thing i think we did okay you know i mean uh i'll, I'll get you reconnected with the boys when you get back after the new year <laughs> well i hope they're over the crud yeah well i mean if they're not then there may be a new clip in chandler here and yeah, well, hopefully they'll be fine and uh, hope everybody has a merry christmas coach thanks for being here we'll see you after the new year back here on tuesdays at three o'clock on pirate radio live coach mac mccarthy our special guest in hour one. Hey, coming up. Oh, hold on. My wife says lessons in chemistry and the light cannot see you. She says those two. All right. Are those series or movies? Uh, they're both series. All right. Say them again. Lessons in chemistry is good. Lessons in chemistry. The yes. light cannot see you. All right. Gene dropping some good text on us. Thank you for listening. <laughs> Gene bringing the, what Coach Mac could not remember there. So uh, <laughs> they are big streamers. They're helping us out. Uh, David Lee is in the building. He is the author of Marvin, a Greenville legend. Marvin Jarman has a book written about him. We'll uh, learn more about that coming up in hour two. Plus your chance to be a winner in the treasure chest. And Bryce Williams will be here in hour three. And we are out at East Carolina basketball practice earlier today and caught up with Mike Schwartz. We'll get you some details on the Pirates as they get ready for Delaware State on Wednesday at 7 o'clock. More Pirate Radio Live. We'll be back right after this. You're listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. Do you need custom t-shirts, apparel, or promotional items for your business, organization, or event? Keep it local. Print it local with University Sportswear. Contact them today at universitysportswearenc.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Have you heard? Greenville Auto World is under new ownership and is now part of the DriveHereNow.com network. DriveHereNow.com is run by local people who buy, service, detail, and sell everything directly to you. Greenville Auto World is now the fifth dealership to join DriveHereNow.com. Get car shopping today at DriveHereNow.com and choose a location near you. DriveHereNow.com is serving Eastern North Carolina for over 47 years and a proud supporter of the Pirates. Now let's head back in to PRL 
Here's Ellerby. All right. Thank you, Shirley Rhodes. Doing a great job in Studio B with the uh, big dog today. As uh, if you're just joining us, Clip Brock, Chandler Honeycutt still under the weather. So we're hoping they'll join us Wednesday or Thursday before we get out of here before our holiday break. But uh, happy to be here with you. Thanks to Coach Mac McCarthy joining me in hour one. Had a lot of fun talking sports and all sorts of stuff all the time with Coach Mac. Uh, coming up on Wednesday at 3 o'clock, uh, mark your calendars. Uh, Wednesday at 3 o'clock, John Gilbert, the athletic director at East Carolina, he will be here. We'll uh, take a look back at 2023, take a look ahead at 2024 with John Gilbert as uh, East Carolina's athletic director will be in the studio for the full hour so certainly a lot to cover with uh, John when he is here in studio and then uh, also coming up later in this program we will make you a winner we have the treasure chest to get to we have three more prizes left so your chance to be a winner on the stations for winners right here on Pirate Radio but uh, right now joining me in the Pirate Radio studios is uh, David Lee he has written a book Marvin a Greenville legend my favorite Marvin story is, is kind of down there. Uh, David, thanks for being here today. I appreciate you having me. Tell me, uh, let's get everybody, tell, tell everybody a little bit about yourself before we dive into this uh, gem of a book that I've just been thumbing through as you, in the last few minutes here. But uh, t- tell everybody a little bit about uh, David Lee. Well, I'm a uh, Greenville boy. I grew up here, obviously, and loved Greenville. Um, went to NC State. I know that might not be the best thing to say. On Interview's five. over. Sorry. <laughs> no, go ahead. <laughs> I did get a golf scholarship, so that's why hey, I was there. Good for you. And, um, but anyway, uh, I live in Wilson. Uh, now I'm the Parks and Recreation Director in Wilson. Um, you know, we do a lot of things with Greenville with Little League and the Highway 264 Challenge. And so I'm still trying to be involved over here in Greenville. Um, you know, I have a lot of great memories of Greenville. And, uh, you know, Marvin's been a part of all of our lives for forever and ever and ever. And, uh, you know, there's a story in there about my dad. You know, he's the Parks Recreation Director. Your dad is? Boyd Lee. Oh, from the world-famous Boyd Lee Park. That's right. That's <laughs> that, right. That, that we know. So, they, <laughs> Park and Rex is in your blood. Yeah. Man. Oh, yeah. And my son is, works for Greenville Parks and Rec now, too. Okay. So, so it's kind of third generation. Um, but, um, yeah, I've just... You know, we've all known Marvin all these years and everything. My dad hired him in 1969, if you can believe that. And, uh, you know, he's just been a part of Rose High and Greenville Little League and all sports around here in Greenville. And and uh, so he's just been just been a big part of all of our lives you know everybody loves marvin oh absolutely uh, yeah absolutely i mean it's he's 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 just an icon of of, of someone that i mean he's always he always comes out of his way to say hello and just is friendly and uh i mean yeah i mean it's like instead of everybody loves raymond everybody loves marvin (laughs) it should have been the original tv series but uh so so you grew up in greenwood you did you grew up when when i mean most people know marvin as as adult marvin that they've seen but you you knew marvin as, as, as a young man. Yeah, one, one of my friends that has a story in the book, he uh, reminded us that RV used to pick us up when we were about 10 years old and uh, Ronald Vincent and uh, take us to Elm Street or Guy Smith or whatever, hit us ground balls. Marvin would be with us, um, you know, and then we'd go to McDonald's or wherever and eat afterwards or whatever. So, you know, he's been in my life forever and ever. You know, uh, he's always around J.C. Park and Greenville Parks and Rec and always at Elm Street. Um, you know, I say in the book, one of my first memories of him is Scott, my friend, and I were playing tennis when we were probably 12, 13, 11, whatever. I went back for a lob and about ran, ran into Marvin at defense. 
and he's picking up a piece of paper because it's probably the only piece of paper in the whole park and it wasn't clean I mean, you know in our world that was just regular old thing hey marvin what's going on went back to playing right and uh he cruised on you know and uh so it was just it's just an idea i had i know folks have written some really good articles about him and uh he's gotten some attention you know that well deserved and uh so one day i was driving to work and i was man i need to write a book about marvin and uh i, I kind of molded over for a while didn't know what or how i wanted to do it and i didn't really want it to be one of those you know marvin grew up in greenville marvin went to rose high whatever i said man i need to let people tell their favorite marvin stories and so there's been some great stories i've already had a lot of folks want me to do a second edition and right. and they've got more stories so that probably wouldn't be that hard of a thing to do and uh it's just been a lot of fun so it clicked uh one day when you were riding to work as i'm gonna write a book on and then, then you said look i'm gonna let people tell the story yeah. about marvin not yeah. not i'm not gonna talk to let marvin right, you know right, i mean right. it's gonna be people are gonna have because everybody does have a marvin story right. or have interacted with marvin or whatever right. so who was the first person that you said all right this is my idea this is my book who, who am i going to get the first story from well i ran it by rv and brian weingarts you know little league and yes. rv and uh coach phillips randy phillips and my dad of course and uh you know, my my uh, my dad's the first story in the book about hiring him and everything, which is really neat. RV knocked out like six stories back to back to back. To, I mean, he could have told them all day long. Randy's were longer, and uh, you know, the setup to the end of the stories a lot. You know, he's a good storyteller. Weingart's had a couple that were great. You know, Brian's with him all the time, and um, at Elm Street, and so I started with those guys. And then kind of just when I'd interview somebody, say, hey, who else, you know, do you think I should talk to? And got names that way and branched out. It, eventually, there's some I wish I'd been able to get to. I, eventually, I just had to pull the trigger on it and try to get it out. So maybe it'd be a good Christmas. How long did you give yourself? Uh, to, to, to when, when did you start and when did you finish? Uh, and then the, the process of putting the book together? It's been a couple years. Um, okay. I probably you know talked about it for six months before and then uh once i figured out how to make the book and kind of format it and all that kind of stuff it went kind of quick so i've had i've had some of the stories for a you know a year and a half or so so you you, you would just so you would sit down with somebody and say hey all right yeah. tell me your favorite marvin story yeah. again well it was even easy even easier than that i had an app on my phone that i could call you and we you know we talk about marvin and then i'd say all right i'm gonna call you back and tell your story and then record it and then i'd transcribe it into you know what you see in the book and uh, it's kind of funny. Some folks, you know, when you say you're recording them, they, they get a little tight. Right. And, and, and it takes a little while to get them loosened up. Some of the best quotes in the book that are just, you know, simple one-paragraph quotes, you know, that, that they told at the end of the conversation that I don't even think they knew, you know, what they told about Marvin or whatever. But some of the stories were, you know, would start out funny. All of them ended up by how much they love him. And um, so that was really cool. It was, I really thought maybe the story was going to be, the book would end up being a bunch of stories, just great, hilarious Marvin stories. But it's about half and half. Folks just want to talk about how much they love him and, and you know, what their interactions have been with him through the years and what he's meant to their families. And it's really been neat. I've, uh, did you interview Marvin for, for, for the, I mean, the book is about Marvin. Is, is, yeah. is, is there, did you interview Marvin? Is there any part of Marvin in, in this book? A story, so, Mar, did Marvin tell a story on Marvin or did uh, Marvin, how is, is, did Marvin incorporate himself in this book? Yeah, I had a, so there is his first performance evaluation with city of Greenville in there, which is pretty good. 
Um, he apparently had never done one for 30-some years, and then they had to do one, HR reasons or whatever. Um, I did have a, a friend say, hey, man, you know, I like the book, but I sure would have uh, liked to heard about Marvin's early years or, or even an interview with him. And, um, you know, so I had called RV and said, RV, I was, you know, it might be a good way to end the book. And he kind of laughed. And, uh, I don't, David, I don't know how long that interview would last. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, well, well, maybe we'll try that if we do it again or whatever, you know, because Marvin's, Marvin's short and to the point. And, uh, yes, he, he, and, he, uh, he, he's precise of what he's going to say, <laughs> but he, he's, he's not like, going to he's not going to drag out like uh, a long. I mean, like it, it may be like a few lines. Yeah, it it yeah. may be a, if Marvin had to tell his own story or tell a story about it, but yeah. uh, certainly a, a very knowledgeable person. And, and I think what you just said, uh, some that some funny stories but really i mean everybody just loves marvin so much that's probably i can't wait to dive in and and, and read something when you flip through it i mean you recognize a lot of the names if you've been around greenville at all in any of your lifetime you'll you'll recognize uh, a lot of the folks here what what was something you learned about marvin that you did not know when you when you wrote this book um you know you hear stories about uh, you know his memory and all the coaches he knows and all that kind of stuff um rv tells a story about going to a yankees game and uh, they're sitting in the stands before the game, and Clyde King was the manager of the Yankees at the time, and I think he's from the Goldsboro area. That's right. That's right. And um, said he hears Marvin Jarman, and, and the Yankees manager is yelling at Marvin to come down there and talk to him. So Marvin walked down there and talked to him for a minute. I think Clyde asked him if he uh, brought him a Parker sandwich, you know, and Marvin <laughs> said, no, no, you know. And, and got back and sat down and said, Marvin, how do you know, how do you know him? He said, oh, we've talked before. Yep. Yep. Just, you know, just casual Yankees manager. I mean, there's Marvin Jarvin, just kind of like, you know, Uh, and uh, there's just incredible stuff like that, that um, his memory and his loyalty. There's a good story in there about not getting on another team's bus when he was on the other side of town, walking to Guy Smith for a baseball game. And the West Carteret bus pulled up and, you know, knew him and said, hey, man, ride with us. We get a ride to the game. Nope. Not getting on there. And because uh, Clay, Medlin, and RV give me a hard time and it wouldn't go. Right. He walked all the way across town. Somehow somebody didn't pick him up. And uh, he rolled in there sweating. And uh, they all got a big kick out of that. So his loyalty, you know, you hear things about it, but there's some good stories in there to really prove, you know. He's he look he's green and blue for the for Rose High through and through you know so there's no doubt he follows the Pirates too yeah. he oh, yeah. he knows about what's going on over at East Carolina yeah. I mean it, yeah. it's always uh, whenever I see him what do you think about the Pirates yeah. you know and I mean he'll he'll know what what's coming up for tomorrow night yeah. if it's ECU basketball or yeah. recruiting or whatever he, he he's trying to stay in the loop but I mean his real skill set of and streaks of going to oh, Rose yeah. Athletics yeah. is is remarkable yeah, and, and impressive. And, it's in the thousands. I mean, the baseball and the football is, I mean, it's nuts. Um, we're going to have a book signing um, on the 12th of January, and uh, Conley and Rose play that night, I think. So Brian and I were giving them a hard time. We're going to do it on the 12th at uh, Elm Street at, at, at 6 o'clock. Marvin said, nope. <laughs> and we were like, what do you mean no? And he said, Conley and Rose play. Uh, 
I'm not. I said, Marvin, you skip your own book signing for, to go to a basketball game. Yep. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you, I mean, it's I said, more I, important. I know. I said, so we'll, we'll do it at lunch, and uh, so we're working on that. We don't have all the details straight yet, but we're working on it. If uh, people want to get a copy of your book, Marvin, a Greenville Legend, uh, it's, it looks like a great read. It'd be a perfect Christmas gift. Uh, you have some locally here at yeah. uh, at UBE, and yeah. uh, what, what about if people are listening online? Yeah, just drop some off at uh, UBE. So there's some in there. Um, if you need to get one this week, um, it's on Amazon.com. Just type in Marvin a Greenville Legend or David Boyd Lee, and it'll come up. I do it like seven times a day just because it trips me out. That you have a book on Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, But, yeah, you can order there to get here in a couple of days if you want to. And uh, there's been a lot of folks ordering for Christmas presents. It seems to folks are having a good uh, reaction to it, and I get a lot of nice uh, emails and texts. And it's not a hard read. It's enjoyable. It's, it's, it's good. It makes you feel good. And and uh really you know and uh covers about who marvin is i think yeah it looks i mean each chapter has someone's name and then then a story it seems like one of those books that uh i mean it's almost kind of like a a little devotional reading in a way yeah. that you could kind of get up and and read a couple marvin jarman uh stories and then uh your day. start yeah, your day idea. and then maybe end your day with a couple more a marvin idea. jarman stories and you might be done in another uh you know week or two but yeah. it, it's a r- really cool looking book and uh, i look forward to kind of Diving into it and, and and learning some more things. Uh, so UBE and and are you having what's the book signing again where people can come out? Um, it's going to be on January twelfth at Elm okay. Street Park. Uh, I think we'll do it during lunch because Marvin has a prior engagement that night, and uh, yes, so we'll do it during lunch that day. Um, we'll get kind of get word out in you know, the first of the year. There are a lot of folks that want want the book signed and. Uh, RV says, you know, that Marvin's uh, autograph is gold. So we'll let Marvin sign some books, and uh, hopefully folks can come by. If you don't have one by then, I'm sure I'll have some there that you can get. (laughs) If you've got one already, just bring it by, and we'll sign it, or he'll sign it, or whatever. Um, is there anything else in, in the book or anything else you learned that was just uh, that, that that was fun for you of, of doing this project? Um, I, you know, I had one person point out that uh, some folks might not have known that he was an employee of Greenville, Greenville Parks and Recreation all these years. They just thought he was out at, you know, Elm Street or whatever. Mm-hmm. And he actually was an employee and, you know, worked regular hours was there every day um and uh so i think it was kind of cool to tell that story how that came about um that's the first story in the book you know my dad hiring him and i mean you know hiring him in 1969 i mean he worked what 40 some years wow and uh don octagon is one of the last stories in the book he's the director now and Don said he still shows up at work every day at yeah. 30. Yeah. Like, Marvin, we're going to start paying you again if you keep showing up and everything. And so that's cool. There's, there's a story uh, Mike Campbell tells in there about his loyalty and him helping Mike with his paper route years ago when Mike was broke. And that, you know, he was doing side jobs trying to make ends meet when he was in college. And Marvin showing up every morning at 530 to help him take the news and was over around town. And, I mean, it's just incredible stuff like that. So. It just shows that that you know he he's very smart. He, you know, he's got all his great facts in his head that he remembers and everything. But 
what he does for people and makes how he makes them feel that's his gift yeah that's what i look forward to to reading and and, and just and, and hearing some of those stories yeah. uh obviously the, the yankee stories yeah. and other stuff will, will, will obviously give you a good laugh but uh marvin a greenville legend uh david lee has written this book it's available on amazon you can just google it on the uh, amazon website or uh, go to ube yeah. and uh get guaranteed yeah. to get your copy yeah. and uh better go quick be, it's gonna go fast i hope right it's gonna be it'd <laughs> we'll be bring more if they have to be a great gift for uh, someone coming up uh, on monday when they wake up on christmas david thanks for being here keep us updated if you do any other signings and uh maybe we can get the big gun marvin down here to sign sign, sign this copy (laughs) and we'll 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 get it here in the studio but uh thanks for writing this book and uh if you if you write you got any other future future any anybody else you want to feature next on a book no well i've got i kind of started writing uh like we were talking about at the break Uh, i've got i wrote a book earlier called uh, every moment counts and it's just a bunch of columns I've written through the years about being a parent or a dad or stupid stuff I did back in the day or lessons I learned. And um, so next year, we're going to come out with a second edition of it and kind of update it and um, add a bunch of them that I've written here in the last five years or so. I think it was seven, eight years ago when I did that. So that'll be coming out next year. I'm kind of excited about that. Now that I kind of know what I'm doing, um, it won't be as hard a hard a ordeal to get get a book made. So um, so yeah, I got that coming out, and it seems something that that folks folks enjoy the columns, the stuff I've been in newspapers and magazines and stuff like that. So it'd be neat. Well, very cool. Good luck to you, uh, Marvin, a Greenville legend. A, a great Christmas gift, or just a great read for yourself. Uh, stop by UBE and get it, or uh, check it out on Amazon. Let's take a time out. When we come back, we'll get you up to speed with the treasure chest. We have three prizes left. We'll recap what we've given away um maybe i can get into this chat room i see them talking a little bit i know clip's really good at the chat um so so chat with me and i'll try to dive into the chat room see if i can multitask here hosting the program for clip today as he's under the weather we'll be back with more pirate radio live right after this jingle bell jingle bell jingle bell rock jingle bell chime and jingle bell time dancing and You're listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. Do you need custom t-shirts, apparel, or promotional items for your business, organization, or event? Keep it local. Print it local with University Sportswear. Contact them today at universitysportswearenc.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. 15-time best-selling author, keynote speaker, and global influencer, John Gordon, is coming to Greenville in March. John was ranked number uh, six as one of the top leadership speakers in the world and will be our featured guest at the Pirate Radio Luncheon on Monday, March 18th. Don't miss out on this huge opportunity to enhance your mindset, improve your leadership skills, and create a better future for you and your team. To reserve a table, contact Jonathan Ellerby at Ellerby at PirateRadio1250.com. Now let's head back into the show. Here is Ellerby. All right. Thank you, Shirley Rhodes. Shirley Rhodes and the Big Dog in Studio B, Jonathan Ellerby, Studio A. Special thanks to David Lee. This Marvin book looks really cool. I kind of I'm gonna dive into a few stories tonight at some point when I get home. Uh, I think that's a really cool book. Get to UBE or Amazon.com and get yours. Uh, thanks for him for joining us. Thanks to Coach Mac being here. And uh, Shirley was just talking about John Gordon. Um, if you're just tuning in and uh, wanting to know about John Gordon, he is a uh, one of the best 
authors, I believe, that is out there. One of my favorite authors. I've read all 28 of his books. Uh, he's got 15 bestsellers. And uh, we had Coach Cliff Godwin on the program last week, and I think we talked about it um, in detail of uh, how I got hooked up with reading uh, John Gordon books was through Cliff Godwin. He I uh, heard he let all his uh, players, uh, gave them a copy of the Energy Bus, John's first bestseller that kind of put him on the map and uh, I read that and just wrapped my hands around every other John Gordon book from there and uh, met with Coach Godwin uh, earlier this year and and brainstormed an idea to bring uh, John Gordon as a uh, Pirate Radio luncheon uh, in March and it's worked out and we've teamed up together and that money is going to go towards uh, East Carolina baseball NIL of what we raise above and beyond. But it's an awesome opportunity for you uh, if you own a business or have a team or want to come out and hear one of the best speakers in the world. He's number six on leadership speakers behind like The Rock and Arnold Schwarzenegger and a couple other guys. But number six on that list is is very powerful. You can go to johngordon.com. But uh, John sent us a special message. We'll uh, Let's play it real quick, uh, Shirley, to uh, let people hear from John himself. And uh, if they want to come to the event, you can contact me. But here's John Gordon. Hey, Pirate Nation. John Gordon here. I am so excited about coming to Greenville, North Carolina and East Carolina University, March 18th. I'm going to talk about ways to enhance your mindset, improve your leadership, and build a stronger team. We're going to activate the positive competitive advantage together. I hope to see you there. Go Pirates. All right, John Gordon there. So uh, maybe, uh, I mean, if you're if your things are going great for you right now, or maybe if you're in a peak or in a valley, uh, John Gordon can certainly help you out. You can find him on social media. He has over a million followers uh, between all his platforms, but uh, certainly a guy that can uh, put some positivity into your life. And we're going to bring him here for a Pirate Radio luncheon. We've had a lot of fun and a lot of success with our previous two Pirate Radio luncheons with Dale Murphy from the Atlanta Braves and uh, Damon West. Uh, you may remember him. He He's the guy, the co-author of The Coffee Bean with John Gordon. And uh, Damon came in and delivered a powerful speech to the ECU football team and then uh, spoke at the Pirate Radio Luncheon the next day. So uh, it's been a lot of fun bringing in these guest speakers. And uh, we've got a lot of people that have been excited about uh, coming to see John this year. So uh, if you want to jump in, go ahead and give us a call or give me an email and we'll get you locked in for that date coming up in March on the 18th. So uh, excited about that in 2024. Excited about John Gilbert, another John. He's going to be here on Wednesday at 3 o'clock. We'll uh, talk about the uh, East Carolina Athletics, what's going on. Uh, Obviously, a lot of momentum, positive momentum right now. Not a positive football season that finished up in uh, late November, but since then, uh, a lot of changes has happened, and it seems to be a lot of positive momentum is being built towards 2024 as uh, East Carolina and uh, Mike Houston have uh, added some new offensive coordinator, added some new coaches, added a new quarterback, looks like a transfer receiver from North Carolina State, a linebacker from Missouri today. So uh, there's going to be an official press conference on Wednesday at one o'clock. We'll have full team coverage on our social media. You can follow us on uh, at PR927FM to get the latest up-to-date stuff and then a recap, of course, tomorrow afternoon beginning at 3 o'clock. But first, we'll have John Gilbert in studio. So we'll we'll talk about uh, where East Carolina Athletics stands and uh, what what he's looking forward to in 2024. So John Gilbert, our special guest on Wednesday. Also on Wednesday and Thursday, it'll be your last two chances to be a winner in the treasure chest. 
including today. So we have three prizes left in the treasure chest uh, today, Wednesday, and Thursday. And then Friday, we'll have a best of. And of course, next week, we'll have a little bit of holiday hiatus with some best ofs. We'll have a lot of NFL action. And I hope everybody has a nice Merry Christmas before we come back full steam ahead on January 2nd. But uh, a lot of great prizes. Shirley, do you have the list in uh, Studio B there? And uh, let's start with what's the three prizes that are remaining in the treasure chest? Because there's a lot of people, if you haven't won yet, you're one going to be locked in and dialed in because this, these are one of the three prizes you could still win. Okay, so we have a $100 gift card to Chico's, a $100 gift card to Jersey Mike's, and a $50 gift card to Aiden Golf and Country Club and Farm Bureau Golf Swag Package from Brandon Manning. Those are the three that we have left. Outstanding stuff. All, all, I mean, every prize in the chest has is, is, is been awesome. But uh, And we've had some great winners. We've had some folks that have won before. We had some, had some new winners. Give us a rundown of what has been won so far, Shirley. Okay, well, Susan Deans uh, got a $200 gift card from Bostick Sug Furniture. Eric Mazell walked away with a $200 gift card and a facial and skincare box from Beauty Bar and Betty Spa. Brooks Dixon got a pirate welcome sign and a $50 gift card from UBE. Mike Ward uh, received $100 cash from Sparky Snowballs. Pam Odom, who came by today to pick up her prize, uh, she walked away with a Bud Light umbrella and tailgate chair, Bud Light dartboard, and two cases of Bud Light from Carolina Eagle Distributing. Tried to convert her to an East Carolina fan while she was here. Yeah, we, I know. We I, learned she was an NC State fan, I, and, and we gave her the, the two cases of Bud Light that has the pirate can and I said, you know, when you drink these, you're you're going to come back next year as a purple and gold ECU fan. So I don't know if she will or not. But well, we'll see I what happens. Uh, well, uh, hey, that's all you can do is try. Uh, Chad Moore uh, also came by today to pick up his $100 gift card from the Holistic Company. John Career got a $200 gift card to Shenandoah Graphics and Framing. Jackie Hutcherson uh, won, was that yesterday? As yes. a matter of fact, yes. uh, won yesterday. She got a uh, Budweiser Mirror, Bushlight Neon, Bojangles Hard Sweet Tea Neon, and two cases of Bud Light from Carolina Eagle Distributing. Josh Thomas, $100 gift card to Fleet Feet. John Caden got a $100 gift card to Shimmer. Steve Hill got the Buck gift basket that had uh, gift cards from the Buck, BT, Kings, King Max, and an NFL jersey. Uh, Dickie Steffens got four ECU uh, versus Memphis basketball tickets for the February 29th game and a prize package from David Price Construction. And Jeff Dover walked away with a Twisted Tea Patio Umbrella Cooler and Prizes package from the Boston Beer Company. So those are the winners that we have so far. And like you, well, like we said just a few minutes ago, we've only got three left and in just as many days. Yeah. So uh, your chance to be a winner coming up in this program Wednesday and Thursday. And then if you do win and if you, or if you have won and you have not picked up your prizes, we are asking you come between 10 a.m. and 6 p.m. Uh, between now and Thursday because we will be closed Friday and then for a few days next week for, for the holidays. So we'll eventually, when we get back open, you can come get your prizes after the holiday break. But if you want them before the Christmas break mm-hmm. and may, maybe you're going to use them for the yourself or you're going to or you're going to 
gift them to somebody else. Uh, come down to the Pirate Radio studio and uh, pick up your prizes. Also, speaking of pickups, we've had a lot of great folks stop by the Pirate Radio studio and pick up the uh, Dixon William and Jake Hunter shirts. So uh, we've did some uh, NIL deals and uh, some promotion with uh, Jake Hunter and Dixon Williams. Uh, those shirts, if you pick the shipping options, those shirts have been shipped. So hopefully you have received those or will be receiving those in the next few days. Uh, really cool t-shirt designs that these guys came up with. And then uh, we also did a promotion with Parker Bird. And there are still some youth and adult shirts available at Shimmer. You can go to Shimmer right off Greenville Boulevard, only their Greenville Boulevard location. So uh, if you're looking for some last minute gifts, go to Shimmer on Greenville Boulevard, pick you up a Parker Bird shirt. Um, just, just some just some last minute gift ideas for you out there for the Pirate Nation. So fun with the baseball guys. Look forward to having them back in January as, uh, man, the countdown to baseball season will be on officially. Uh, East Carolina basketball um, will be back in action on Wednesday night. I'll tell you what, we'll take a timeout when we come back. We'll, uh, we caught up with Mike Schwartz at basketball practice earlier today. We'll uh, get you ready for that East Carolina-Delaware State game, and then the Pirates play again next week, and then uh, it'll be full-blown conference season for the Pirates. Um, but uh, Mike Schwartz will try to get his team back in the win column on Wednesday in Minji's. We'll uh, get you a preview of East Carolina-Delaware State coming up on the other side of the break. Also coming up in Hour 3, Bryce Williams will be here. Man, I hadn't done a show with Bryce in a while. I'll have to talk some uh, Pirate Radio outdoors with him. And uh, see, see, do you can, Is it any kind of hunting or fishing season during the Christmas break? I don't believe so, unless it's like a bow season for something. Um, I do have a video I want to show Bryce. Across the field from my house, we have a cadre of wild turkeys. And I know that it is something that is up Bryce's alley. How many is in a cadre? Man, I got to be lot. honest. Like, it was probably 20 plus. I'm just surprised you knew the word cadre. That's yeah. the first time I've heard it. <laughs> you know who's <laughs> going to be following you home. I, I told him <laughs> we can. I told him that we can hunt from the front porch. Like we can really, we can hunt from the front porch. Man. Just put him in a rocking chair and let him go. Yes, we can sit there with a rocking <laughs> chair and a stack cooler and have a good time. Well, Video sounds, or it didn't happen. It sounds like there is hunting season during Christmas. <laughs> sounds like the big dog and Bryce. <laughs> Are going to hunting be wild turkeys in Lenore County. Hunting wild turkeys from the front porch. While drinking wild turkey? <laughs> yes. Mm, <laughs> this is getting out of hand. A lot of very much out of hand. All right, we'll take a timeout. We'll come back. We'll get you ready for some East Carolina basketball. Then Bryce will be here. A lot more fun coming your way right after this. Listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. Do you need custom t-shirts, apparel, or promotional items for your business, organization, or event? Keep it local. Print it local with University Sportswear. Contact them today at universitysportswearenc.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. When you walk through the doors of Villa Verde, you'll experience the sights, sounds, and smells of authentic Dominican flavors. Villa Verde is inviting you to come by and try some of their amazing empanadas. Famous Red Snapper, Grouper Bites, Seafood Paella, 
Cuban sandwiches, and more. You can relax with a fresh mojito or a cold beer while enjoying one of their out-of-this-world desserts like the rum pineapple cake. Villa Verde on 10th Street, a platform for good and a proud supporter of the Pirate Nation. And Bud Light reminds Pirate fans to always stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now let's head back into PRL. Here's Ellerby. All right. Thank you, Shirley. Shirley Rhodes, Glenn Griffin doing a great job in Studio B, keeping us on the air and on Facebook and YouTube as uh, Clip Rock and Chandler Honeycutt are still under the weather. We're hoping, wishing you guys well. I, I meant to say last, I was going to try to get in the chat. And uh, some of the people in the chat just don't like the LRB, I guess. But uh, it's okay. Clip will be back and he, he will chat more with you. I know he, he's he's a better multitasker at chatting and uh, and and talking to these to everybody in, in in the chat gang. So Clipper has created a monster. Yeah, in that I, chat gang. Those are his. That's his mob. That is that. that those are his people. But uh, we we could use some more likes and some more people watching. So uh, join us on uh, YouTube and uh, join us in the chat. Give me some suggestions how to be cool in the chat. I'm I'm trying to get trying to get hip. You know, I could be here tomorrow. I will be here tomorrow <laughs> at three o'clock with John Gilbert. So you can start firing off your questions for for John Gilbert. Do you have any? Put those in the chat right now. We'll, uh, well, if you got any chat questions for John Gilbert Wednesday at three o'clock, go ahead and fire those in there, and we'll uh, we'll ask uh, John Gilbert when he's here. But uh, yeah, just kind of scrolling through a lot of uh, looks like. Uh, I mean, are these all these pretty much seem like a lot of the regulars here, the clips people? So I appreciate all these folks chatting with us, watching us here on the YouTube and Facebook. You know, one thing they were talking about was in the chat was. Uh, consecutive days of transfer portal talk and i want to tell the homies in the chat that look bro it's the off season we're signing people it's time for transfer portal talk like it's that's that's what's that's what is is the news these days yeah and there'll be a third day of that because there'll be an official press conference with mike houston that, right it's what i was getting to national signing day is not even till tomorrow yeah and it kind of it made me think for a second you know in the future you would think that there will be a portal signing day, possibly. I think you've kind of got to condense. You got to condense your dates somehow. Yeah. Because the portal is so open ended that they've tried to put some caps on it this year. Um, and the national signing day, like you and, and Coach Mack were talking about earlier, <coughs> it becomes so much about who you can get from another team that the five star that you would have been rolling out the red carpet before for doesn't get the shot. You know, it's the high school players are are, uh, are treated. I would say at this point, uh, a step behind what what your transfer guys are. Yeah, well, the transfer guys can put out right away. Right, they, you know. they were big free agent signings. So, yeah, absolutely. Uh, East Carolina basketball, they'll be back on the hardwood on uh, Wednesday in Minji's. Delaware State will be in town, and uh, Coach Schwartz. Caught up with the uh, held a media press conference today, and of course, Pirate Radio is there. And here is the latest from Coach Schwartz as he gets ready to get back in the win column, hopefully on Wednesday night. And, uh, happy holidays, everyone! Um, really good Delaware State team coming in here. A lot of respect for uh, Coach Waterman and their program. Uh, watched them play a lot this year, including last night versus Wake Forest, and real challenge uh, for our guys. I mean, uh, ver- three very, very good guards in Robinson. Tavares and Munez, 
team with really good size, rebounds the ball very well. They're plus six on the glass this season and uh, do a lot of things that will pose a challenge for us tomorrow evening. What have you seen from your ball club since getting back from Florida? Uh, you know, we've had a chance to obviously try and scrub that game out. Uh, we put a lot of time into understanding the two areas that we really struggled in that game, uh, which was finishing at the rim, number one, and defensive rebounding. I mean, allowing them 22 defensive, uh, excuse me, offensive rebounds uh, was, was ended up being the difference, including that big possession that Samuels finished with under a minute to go. So we've just spent time on, in those two areas, including other things, obviously, but a lot of time and our guys understand where we fell short the other night. Uh, they turned the ball over a fair amount, I think 14 times a game. How do you keep your team from seeing that stat and trying to overplay defensively because you don't want to obviously get caught? Yeah, you know, I mean, we're, we're a stat team. Obviously, we're going to look at as we analyze with scouting and do those kind of things. But, but the reality is that another team's statistic is, is not going to try is change how we play. I mean, if there's something that they're really strong at, I mean, we obviously have to emphasize it and we know we have to be better, whether it's they're a really good rebounding team. They're a very good defensive rebounding team. They're a good offensive rebounding team. So we know we have to be really strong to have a chance tomorrow night. Uh, if we see a team turns it over more, we're not going to change how we play. We just got to be better at what we do, uh, trying to establish our identity. Obviously, we haven't talked to you since the Florida game. So, how do you think Cam played in his first game? You know, chemistry with the guys, especially defensively, would that be the team focus? Yeah, I think that actually defensively is where he was at his best. I, I thought Cam's defensive chemistry and everything he did was really good. And I thought offensively it was there too. The shot just didn't go in. Some of those shots he took, Cam makes those shots every day. Uh, and we know he'll make them. There's a lot of energy. I mean, you got to imagine there was a huge weight lifted off his shoulder. Uh, and, and honestly, in that game, he was playing not knowing what the scenario was going to be after that game and moving into the rest of the season. So there was a lot of angst and a lot of anxiety for him probably playing in that game. But the reality is, is that I thought he did an excellent job, especially defensively. And I think he will uh, continue to get more comfortable. And the guys were happy to have him out there with them, which is a big thing. You talk to the guys about trying to create you know, their own momentum and excitement in a game like this because the like, students are gone. Uh, yeah, I think you always want to do that, Brian. I think that's really important, um, as special as our crowd is. You never want to walk into any game thinking that our guys are going to rely on the atmosphere of the crowd to get to get us going. Uh, but particularly maybe tomorrow night, I think you watch, look around the country. Uh, I think last night I saw some statistic that something like 17 games, Division One games, were against non-Division One opponents. So, you know, maybe scheduling, they, they schedule games because they know the crowd's not going to be there as much, but that's not really the philosophy that we have. I mean, I think this is a really good Delaware State team coming in. Uh, we hope the crowd is there and the energy is there, but because of time of year, students, it may not be as packed, and we just expect our guys to be excited to play. But I think that's a really good point. East Carolina, Delaware State, Wednesday night, 7 o'clock, tip-off on ESPN+. Plus. Then the Pirates will be back home again the following Friday on December 29th against East Tennessee State. That'll be a 7 o'clock tip-off on ESPN+. Plus. And I, I do agree, it's kind of one of the, it's that time of year. Hey, the good news is the Pirates are playing at home, so hopefully the Pirates don't have to travel and they can get some home wins. The bad news is, is as we know, all the students have left Greenville, North Carolina, so that's up for the locals 
to uh, fill up Minji's, and uh, we'll talk to John Gilbert. Maybe they're running some ticket deals for for Wednesday and then next Friday to uh, go out and see Pirate basketball. And then I know surely that the December thirtieth, there's a huge women's game. The, the number one team in the country currently right now, South Carolina, will be in Minji's. So uh, that that that'll kind of reminisce when. The powerhouse that UConn was during mm-hmm. the, the early days of the AAC was coming into Minji's, but this South Carolina team, a very talented. So, a, oh, I mean, Kim McNeil and her team won last night, an impressive sixty-five to forty-four win over George Mason. But they have uh, they have another game Thursday, and then have South Carolina next week. Yeah, and I think that that's going to be the real. I don't want to call it a litmus test because I thought George Mason uh, they came out and they they were ready to go, but boy, they got overpowered. Uh, specifically by Amaya Joyner. Amaya just absolutely dominated the boards. Uh, Let me see if I can uh, pull up her stats here real quick because uh – she was uh, absolutely uh, just dominant. I, she was. I know at one point she had like several blocks, and they just could not get a shot off. And uh, so they're going to be, uh, you know, uh, prepared to come in with a game plan, not only to prepare for this next game, but also the game on the thirtieth. That is going to be a huge test for the Pirates because. Obviously, as you mentioned, Dawn Staley and, and the University of South Carolina is one of the premier uh, basketball uh, teams in the country. They're number one. They are a very, very good ball team. So we're going to see just how much, uh, you know, East Carolina can go toe to toe with them. And I, I think this is a great matchup. No matter what the outcome is, I'd love seeing us go up against a, a South Carolina or, you know, like a Tennessee or a UConn for that matter because you know they're only going to make you better you know it's like the old saying goes if you want to be the best you got to beat the best and uh so iron sharpens iron and i'd love to see it i do have a small i think i mentioned this story before but uh, i told this to clip i do have a very small claim to fame when it comes to dawn staley because when she was attending the university of virginia um, I actually played a pickup basketball game with Dawn and several of her friends at a, I guess it was like a, a local gym. Uh, some friends of mine from uh, Barton College, we went up to Virginia and uh, we, they loved to poke fun at me. So they made me guard Dawn. I had no idea who she was. I wasn't that into college basketball at the time. And she absolutely shook me out of my shoes Mm. and embarrassed me so badly that I walked off the court and did not come back on. And it wasn't until years later when she was playing for the Charlotte Sting uh, that in the WNBA that I realized just who she was. And I went, oh, no, that's the one that probably destroyed both my knees. So, uh, but yeah, I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be a fun game. It's going to be a great atmosphere. I know that there is a big demand for tickets for that game. I'm going to be there. I know Clip and Chandler are going to be there. So it should be a fun game. Well, it's very unusual to get the number one team in the country to come to your exactly. home arena, not in conference. Yes. Like UConn came here because they're in the same they conference. Had to. Right. right. But this, to get this kind of schedule where South Carolina is coming to Greenville 
and and they are the number one team. Uh, I, I think I think it is going to be a lot of fun holiday hoops coming up. So uh, you can see the men on Friday night, the 29th, and then the women will play uh, South Carolina the following I, day on the 30th. I think so. Clip is planning on being uh, courtside for that game. Yeah, now yeah, I he's mean he's going to be courtside. Courtside, yes. Clip and Chan for that game. I'm sure they'll rebound by, by then to be courtside <laughs> courtside buddies and be able to. Oh yeah, yeah, of course. The, the, their illness will be well beyond, and, and they'll be carried. You know, I kind of wonder. It got me thinking when you were telling your Dawn Staley story there, Shirley, that I kind of wonder, like, next week when you're at Minji's, if she'll look up and recognize you the way no. the Yankees manager recognized Marvin. No, and that's not like, going to happen. Like, that's, oh, not gonna... that's that girl I busted no, on that black like, I remember you. God, I, I have smoked you're, some. Yeah. You're T's friend. Yeah. You're the one that walked off the court because I shook you right out. I mean, almost literally right out of my shoes. And, uh, no, I, I I highly doubt that I am a blip on the radar screen of Don Staley. Although you were talking about how rare it is to have a, a number one team come to Menji's and come to you, and especially with it being an out of conference, Don Staley lives and breathes the idea of providing opportunity to uh, a lot of uh, people that may not normally get opportunities. She's not afraid to go into other people's houses and play. She likes that opportunity, you know, to give other schools opportunities. And I think uh, Dawn probably is, you know, was very... um, accepting of the idea of having to come into uh, Minji's and I think it's going to be a lot of fun. I'm actually yeah. looking forward to it. Well, if you want to grow the game and you're confident Absolutely. and you're confident in yourself, I mean, it, why not? You know, I mean, if it's it, it's it's a good way, especially regionally for and and she might, I mean, I'd have to look at the South Carolina roster. I don't know how many North Carolina players she has, but maybe there's a a player or two from around this area kind of like what Dean Smith used to always go play in the hometown of some of their their uh their the players on their roster. I mean, it's very possible. I mean, but you know, it's just especially maybe she's in the just w- coming to see you, Shirley. No, maybe maybe no, she's just I can coming promise in. you she's not coming to see me. And if she recognizes me, I know the first thing she's gonna do is laugh. Because trust me, when I was in that moment and I was on the floor and I got myself up and walked off. There were a lot of hysterical laughing, laughing, and uh, I think a couple hit the floor, uh, just doubled over. And uh, so, yeah, I uh, that I think that was the end of my basketball days. Can we send Wes over to interview Dawn Staley post game <laughs> to ask about the Shirley Rhodes no, game, no. pickup game? <laughs> No, because Wes doesn't even know that story. I've never told well, Wes that story. Does it really that's matter? The, that's, that's the thing. No, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And that's what makes it so great. So that's what makes it so You don't tell so. Wes any story. You just ask, go ask about Shirley. Yeah. Oh, no. I was listening to it. Wes had to make a phone call today. And the way he was trying to explain to the other person on the other, on the other end of the line I'm thinking to myself, if I was that person that had to listen to what he just said, I wouldn't have understood any of it. If you are experienced in in fountainese, yes, then you can't speak his language. Do you know what kind yes. of Denver conversation that person is having with their with their family? Oh yeah, or, you'll or, or never friends believe tonight. the call I got how today. Was, how was your day? Oh, stop. Do you want me to go first? <laughs> <laughs> no, there's there's no question about it. Like I, as someone who you know i and it wasn't that i meant to listen in it just he was sitting in the studio when he made the phone call and his phone happened to be loud enough i could hear the guy on the other end and there was this probably five second pause and i'm like yep he's trying to translate whatever west just said into 
something that makes sense in his brain. Yeah. Um, and it was just hysterically funny to me. And I meant to tell you about it all uh, before, but you were busy doing right. other things. So, but it was you know to to have Wes ask Dawn Staley a question, I, like I think her brain might short circuit. That may be the key to our game. You know, maybe do a pregame interview, psych them out. I we mean, could send uh, Wes over to uh, Mike Houston's shindig on Wednesday. And ask him about the portal? Yeah. Yeah. Well, what what, what kind of portal is it? Does it time travel? I've tried to explain Wes's accent to people before, and you can't. No, you can't. You cannot. It is truly unique. You can't say, you know, uh, you can say somebody's a northern. You can say somebody's a high tider like Coach O. You can say this, that, and the other. But Wes, no definition, one of one. Yes, mm. Wes Hines, legend, Eastern, kind of like Marvin. Marvin, a Greenville, East North Carolina legend. Marvin, a Greenville legend. West, just legend. <laughs> <laughs> so there, there, you, there you have it. Let's take a timeout. Uh, Bryce Williams will be here in just a minute. Hour three, your chance to be a winner in the treasure chest. Plus, Bryce Williams could be wild turkey hunting with the big dog. We're going to get that all sorted out. Um... Uh, well, talk to him about the portal. I wonder who Bryce will pick in the Alabama-Michigan-Texas-Washington games. Is, is Everybody seems to be going heavy on Alabama this week. Is there Alabama bias at Pirate Radio that, that people want to roll Tide? I don't know. We'll ask uh, Bryce Williams. We'll see what his thoughts are. And uh, who knows what else we'll talk about. Uh, your chance to be a winner and a lot more fun coming your way. Pirate Radio Live rolls on right after this. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Are you ready and pre-approved if the home you want to purchase comes for sale today? Integrity Home Mortgage offers a wide variety of programs ranging from conventional, government, and portfolio loans. The Integrity Home Mortgage team of Talbot Green, Braxton Green, and Joanne Weir offers over 50 years of experience and is committed to providing you with the superior customer service you deserve. Call them today at 252-714-2076. Integrity Home Mortgage, Pirates Supporting Pirates. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Ellerby. All right. Thank you, Shirley. Shirley Rhodes, Glenn Griffin doing a great job in Studio B. Jonathan Ellerby, Bryce Williams in Studio A. Bryce, welcome to the program. Hey, hey, thanks for having me. Good to see you. It's been a while since we hung out on the radio. I know. It's been a good few months, I think. I'm trying to think when the last time it was. I mean, we see each other in the hallway. And stuff. Yeah. I mean, actually just doing some radio time, right. talking, hanging out. Right. Looking yeah. forward to it. we got yes, a lot sir. to cover. Uh, yeah, most got a, definitely. Uh, we got, uh, we're going to make someone a winner in the treasure chest. There we are, go. Are you up for that today? Oh, always. All right. Uh, we got that. We got to talk about Christmas with you. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. See what you got, Anna. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. 
yeah. <laughs> or what you what you're gonna go get, Anna. Yeah, maybe. Exactly. Uh, a couple of news and notes, real quick. Welcome back in the program. Uh, Adam Schefter uh, tweeting out the Ravens have placed running back Keaton Mitchell on injured reserve, and they've signed Melvin Gordon to their from their practice squad to the 53 man run rot. Tough news with Keaton yeah, Mitchell yeah. of him getting injured. Hate that. Uh, hopefully he'll have a full recovery and be back up in. Uh, Running all over the NFL fields next year. Uh, hate his season got cut short. Of course, especially with the Ravens having such a great season. And then uh, some other news that is coming across the headlines this afternoon. Former East Carolina coach uh, Billy Godwin is stepping down from his position as the head coach of UNC Greensboro. So uh, that was announced today. After discussing this opportunity with my family and physician, I felt it was the right time in my career, and I have a tremendous opportunity to rejoin the New York Yankees. I've enjoyed my time here at UNCG and will be working with the director of athletics, Brian Mack, and he is a tremendous leader. So uh, Cody Ellis, uh, assistant coach, has been named the interim head coach through the spring season. So uh, former East Carolina baseball coach Billy Godden, who was the head coach at UNCG, UNCG has uh, stepped down today for health reasons and will uh, go back to working with the New York Yankees. So hopefully his health will uh, get well. And uh, just a little some news and notes here as we uh, kick off our number three. Bryce, uh, how are you? How you been, man? Uh, you, 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 you feel stressed? Uh, what's going on this time of year? Uh, not pretty good. Um, I did was to feel a little funky towards the end of the week last week. Funky, um, like funky sick, or sick. funky like your head oh, yeah. was all jumbled? Oh, yeah, it's in like six. So I was going over that, so, but I'm good good now. Um, not too stressed. Um, really, the only stressors in my life right now are if I'm going to catch a fish when I go in the water, uh, if I'm going to shoot a deer, shoot a duck, um, when I'll be able to go, the weather. Um, anything you, else I kind of let ride. When's the last time you were stressed out? Doesn't seem like stress really comes and finds you very often. Yeah, not too much. If it is, it's just very brief. You know, when we were renovating the house, there was definitely some stressful things there. Um, you know, with boy, everything that comes with obviously renovating a house. Um, other than that, nothing. Uh, nothing now, too crazy. We were just talking a little while ago. Like right now, like the holiday break. Um, what what's in season? You said you wanted to go catch a fish. Shoot a deer. I mean, what what can you do for outdoors right now? What what's what, what's what's in season that uh, you can sneak away this weekend or around Christmas and maybe uh, have some fresh kills or catches? So for me, you know, what I do would be you know deer hunting. Um, and that's only till January second, so that's winding down. Um, catching speckled trout is kind of like kind of the hot bite inshore right now. Um, I'll try and do that. And then uh, duck season is in. I'm pretty sure it's in now. So, you know, can hunt ducks, I think, from now until the end of January, if someone may correct me on that. But um, so one of those, you know, things, feathers, fins, and fire. I can't think of well, something else. Is this, is this like a little thing that you got to remember? Feather, fins, and what? Fur? Yeah, I was fur? To, fur? Oh, there we go. Fur. Feather, fins, and fur. So, uh, you know, ducks fish or deer and so, i think some squirrel and rabbit is and deer rabbit. still gun season or, or is it mm-hmm. yeah, full gun, gun yeah season? full gun yep it came in fortunate for eastern north carolina like october 15th and stays in to the end of the year unlike the western folk who have to wait till like mid-november didn't they go so, through like powder season or bow mm-hmm. season or whatever yeah it'll go bow black powder and rifle but bows 
you can hunt with them any time once rifle season comes in. But um, black powder is like a week here. Everybody just sort of holds off. And So what are you getting into? What, what, what do you want to go do? Like as far as like. Like, like I mean, if, you, if, if it's your choice, if your choice, I mean, if you, are you going to go fishing or hunting? I mean, what you I mean, you, you're going to have a little downtime over the next, per, next a perfect day, Bryce, and you can do either one. Oh, I'd probably and both are hitting. Yeah. Oh, that, mm. both are probably hitting. right now. Probably a duck hunt. Fishing I can do you know year round, but hunting is you know obviously limited. I'd probably like to get on some ducks. When yeah. do we start? Uh, when we start hunting turkeys again? That'll be April, like middle of April. Mm. It's only in like a month. Glenn's I've got, got an opportunity yeah. for you. I got a little footage to show you, bro. Uh oh. I'm all for it. He's going to pull it up on the YouTube here. So I'm gonna pull, oh. You have to look at it right here. So he, he, he's going to. This watch. is from the front porch Uh-oh. of the house. Give it a second here. I'll be. Uh, It'll catch up. I might need to dabble. Dabble over. Because you're Grifton area? In Lenore County. Lenore, Lenore County. County. Can you Can you have your passport? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I actually do. Can, can you hunt across county lines? Yes. Okay. Yes. All right. No, yeah. here, here it comes. Okay. What, what do you think of that right there? I'll take that. Well, there's where there's hens, there will be toms. I can't now, tell. Th- th- there's some there. toms in there. I've seen oh, the there? toms. Okay. It's yeah. my understanding this is a gander of turkeys. If you're watching our YouTube, you, you you can see the gander of turkey. Is that what you called it? I called it a cadre. And a cadre, cadre. Cadre, nice. There's a dang albino one in there. Yes. So there's several groups, Bryce. Is that rare, an albino turkey? Yeah, al- yeah, albino hen was pretty there, rare. There are three groups of these hens. Uh-huh. And then there's several toms in the same wooded area. Is it the woods right across yes, sir. the street? Yes, sir. So is there a permission that needs to be, or is it, do I just say, hey, Glenn told me? Uh, I believe <laughs> if we shoot it from the porch, Bryce, that we're good and clear. Right. Okay. We shoot it from our land, we got to be fine. Right. Now, for sure. Is this good to eat right here? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Turkey. Tur- I make, Wild turkey. I do, mm, I do turkey nuggets, you know, because I mean, the turkey um, breast is literally like, I mean, this stout old thing, probably about that big ish. Mm-hmm. Maybe the size of like the length of the book, if not a little it's, bigger. It's not what you're getting in a Bojangles biscuit. It's considerably bigger than a chicken breast. Oh, yeah. Yeah, way bigger. Probably, I bet it's at least three times bigger than a... The size like of a, a chicken. Like a hair. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's the so, size yeah. of a chicken. Um, but yeah, I'll do like turkey nuggets and stuff, and it's delicious. How much does a bird like this weigh right now? What are we, what are we looking at? What, um, what, what, what a do we good think? bird, you know, is anywhere from like 20 to probably 25 pounds. I mean, a 25-pound wild turkey... Is big. That's a big time. So yeah, so yeah. that's a big bird. So like twenties is a good, you know, like low twenties. You know, and I'll try to get you though. some tom footage because they're, they're out there too. I did see one dangling actually in that. Um, that was at the very three. end of, yeah, yeah. of the cadre. There, there was like I said, there was three groups, and the toms were in the lead. Yeah, and uh, the hens were following. Yeah, well, what would you shoot a turkey like that with? I mean, what, I wanted to ask you that, Bryce. What kind, of, what kind of weapon are we going if we're going to take down? Uh, a is that a bow situation? Yeah, well, you can do bow and, and shotgun. You can't, to my legal knowledge, you can't shoot them with a rifle because, obviously, the whole sport of turkey hunting is to get them close, like within range. A rifle, you'd be able to. There'd be a lot of a lot more turkeys killed um, each year. But yeah, shotguns, and you'll use you know an extra full choke. Um, and you typically want to aim at the head because obviously you don't want to shoot, 
into the body, and then you're picking out pellets. Right. Yeah. Yeah, there you see his beard dragon right there. So, so how many would you? How many uh, turkeys could you take down? You think with you, a bow? Um, could you? I mean, you could, could, if you went, if you shot one, could you like fire another arrow uh, and get another one off on another one? So funny thing about or turkeys. Or will they scatter? So the funny thing about turkeys, like toms and stuff, um, and or hens, like you'll shoot, and sometimes they won't even know what happened, and they'll kind of linger around, and like the toms will start flogging the other dead bird. <laughs> Uh, right. Uh, yeah. yeah. So you if you just kind of let it happen. They are not could, the brightest species. Yeah, you could pretty much uh, shoot a handful of them. The only thing with turkeys is they have really good eyesight and hearing. They have good hearing, yes. Yeah. But as far as like any rhyme or reason of things that they do, it seems to be not there. Like uh, The only all. thing, I can time them pretty much of when they come out in the morning. Yeah. Um. But when it gets April, when it gets season, I feel like they know. I do, I, yes. I feel like they know, Bryce, because yeah. I don't see them after April, and I see a ton of them when it's not season. Yeah. What they, is They know it. What is the smartest animal you hunt, and what is the dumbest animal you hunt? Uh, let's see. You've had an interaction with a bear, hadn't you, um, Bryce? I've seen bear in the tracks. Would stuff. that be the smartest? Bear, um, bear I think, fairly smart. Smart. I got a few bear hunting buddies I could maybe who actually hunt them who could probably you know justify me saying either they're smart or no nah, they're dumb. But me, I mean, whitetail are pretty. I mean, because you got to hunt wind. You it's know, not so much the there. smarts; it's the hearing the and he- the visuals right. and then the picking up your scent. Yeah, like that's so a big much. thing. And I like mean, a mature buck, whitetail, you know, buck is smart in the aspects of pretty much a lot of them depending on the you know majority of the time like they're not nocturnal roaming around at night yeah right like and i'm like, like hey buddy i didn't get that? these 10 points by just being exactly out. that's my point is Which he, i'm like how'd they even like know to do that is it like a it's got to be it's got there, is there something instinctual i think got to be where they have somehow told each other you don't go out during the, these times of the year when the temperatures. It's got to be by temperature and weather. Something. It's because it's. I mean, majority of the time, unless there's a huge cold front or nasty weather, like most time, you know, that's when animals, fish, and you know, mammals and stuff, will feed. But like whitetail, it's so like my good bucks, especially if it's a pressured area, will literally be nocturnal, and you'll never see them at daylight unless you know you get lucky and a hot doe runs through during the rut and obviously that'll get them on their feet running but for the most part a mature whitetail buck is pretty dang the, smart the books i've seen in that that very field across from the house in those woods they never come out any further than the yeah. very edge very edge they'll be in the, the very stuff. very very reclusive mm-hmm. mm. it's crazy What's on your uh, Christmas menu? What, what, what yeah, what's, it, yeah, what, what does Bryce cook up? I think what will I have th- this year? I think we're, we're here in Farmville, Greenville. I think we're doing like kind of a um, seafood thing, like, or, you know, roast oysters, have like the shrimp bisque and stuff. So kind of along the lines of that. No, no low, low, low country boil action? Not, no. It'll be seafood, but not the low country boil. It'll be more of like the oyster roast and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we'll do that. And then probably when I go to Winston, it'll be the more traditional ham. It'll probably be a ham. And then 
all your other sides that come with it. What's your take on that? Are you a ham or turkey guy? Christmas is a, is a ham in the off season. Yeah, turkey. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Right. He's a traditionalist, right there, yeah. Bryce Williams. What, yeah. What's your favorite Christmas memory gift you ever received? Like the the mm. one thing that was like little Bryce Williams woke up and man, man, Santa hit me a home run today. Santa's been was definitely good in the years of sort of getting my big ones. One I remember would be um, I did get I, I wanted a, a, a drum. So mom and dad, I meant, I meant Santa, got me like this, you know, a snare drum. Okay. So I remember beating on that thing. And then, of course, as I got older, guns came into play. Mm. But um, definitely that snare drum, I do remember being like one of my biggies. That was sweet. I wonder if your parents really appreciated Santa dropping off that snare drum. Uh, I think there for a little bit they were okay, and then it got to we. To be where, all right. I told you to go outside and it, play football. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. <laughs> that was the reason you weren't in the marching pirates. You were on the pirate football team. Right. I guess. Right. So, you know, yeah. I mean, Bryce yeah. Williams, it was, a, it was a moment there. Yep. You had an opportunity. Well, that's cool. That's cool. Yeah. Um, let's take a time out. When we come back, let's talk some football with uh, Bryce Williams. Uh, are you excited for, have you watched any of the bowl games so far? We you get... know, I saw this morning in the gym, the Western Kentucky ODU yeah. game. That comeback? So, yeah, because initially I was like, what? Take, um, Western Kentucky getting their butt whooped by ODU. And then as I watched, I kept watching, I said, wow, no. I mean, which was awesome to uh, sort of see those highlights. Yeah. Uh, do you know who's playing in the uh, college football playoff this year? I do. Okay. It, it, do I need a name? So okay, Can you name the four teams? It is Bama. Bama. Yeah. Oh, wait, yeah, yeah. Bama. Bama won. Georgia. No. No. No, so Jordan, that's right. Uh, Bama, Texas, Washington. Pirates played them. Michigan. There we there go. You go. Yeah, right. yeah. We're going to get you to predict those games. Uh-oh. Now you just got to put them who's playing who. Right. <laughs> we'll do that on the other side of the break. Plus, we'll also make you a winner coming up in just a little bit. More with Bryce Williams. Pirate Radio Live rolls on right after this. That's right. gathering around the fire. Chestnuts roasting like a hot July. I should be paying with my folks, I know, but I'm going to be under the mistletoe. And word on the streets that... Walking around the Christmas tree at the Christmas party You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. East Plumbing, Viva Electric, and Roland Black Heating and Cooling have teamed up to form New Blue Service Group, offering Eastern North Carolina the best in plumbing, electrical, and HVAC services. Same great local team, same great local service, just a new name. For plumbing, electrical, and HVAC services, go to callnewblue.com. That's callnublue.com. New Blue Service Group, where we are redefining service excellence. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Ellerby. All right, thank you, Shirley. Uh, Robert in the chat says, The biggest black bear with a bow in North America was killed in Chocolinity last week. 780 pounds. Jeez. I pulled the story up. Look at this bear right here, wow. Bryce. Uh it says Brad Jones of Greenville was at a friend's farm in Chocowinity and brought down this black bear. 
came in uh, weighing 780 mm. pounds. So uh, how about that? Pirate Radio That's Outdoors, a... just in Beaufort County over there mm. with Chocolinity. Uh, wow. What, what would you think if you saw that uh, beast walking through the woods? That is... Uh... That's definitely a big one for sure. That's the know, biggest one ever. That yeah, that's true. Yeah, world record. I would. Uh, I'd be glad I was up in the tree. I'm assuming he was in a tree, um, but I would be. I'd pretty. I'd be, I guess I'd be sort of pumped up when I said if I had a bear tag, like, dang, I'm about to shoot. You know, a dang potential world record. So I'd be fired up, especially once you realize you. Uh, I mean, when you when you kill something like that, especially something like I mean, this yeah. is this is you can't even talk about this because this dude's the only guy that's killed something this right. giant. But like, I mean, aren't you nervous? Like, are you hoping it's dead when you're like getting close to it? Uh, especially or how long bear. do you give it? Yeah, um, I mean, the archery typically, you know, you are a little more patient before you go to retrieve the animal. Um, typically, if you don't see it fall with a gun or bow, you know, you want to give it, you know hour possibly but that an hour i've never done that i've always been fortunate enough to at least see him fall or hear him fall um but something like that i hope he gave it a good amount of time before he got down to that tree to start searching because i mean sometimes they'll just bed down you know kind of obviously injured um to kind of just sort of do their thing as they ease off into the sunset we'll say um so if you come across it too soon a bear may be in the old, he could be injured. He could be cornered, and those exactly. two things are very dangerous. Yeah, so you kind of he may not do the flight per you know flight part of the fight and flight uh, choices. So he may do the fights, so especially with bear like that. I would give it a good amount of time. Right. Okay. Very interesting stuff there. Yeah. World record. Uh football. You got all four teams right. Can you get the matchups right? Who's playing who? Coming yep. up. Yep. So there? Michigan, I know, plays Texas. Nope. Dagum. <laughs> uh, Try again. Michigan plays Washington. Nope. Try again. Dagum. I'm Michigan plays Bama. There we, there go. we go. All right. Who do you like in that game, Bryce? <laughs> Golly. That's who bad. did you like if Michigan was playing Texas? Let's go back to that. If Michigan was playing Texas, I would go Texas. If Michigan was playing Washington, who do would you take? Mm, I probably Probably Washington. Okay. And now Michigan's playing Alabama for real. Who do you like in that game? I'm going to go Michigan. All right. I'm you're going to, you, you don't like Michigan against Texas or Washington, but you're going to pick Michigan. Yeah. Alabama. I'm just kind of over the whole Alabama stuff. Uh, you're hope, are you hoping or is that your prediction? No, I'm going to hope Michigan wins. Okay. And, and that's my prediction that Michigan will win. Just, just the whole Bama rain, even though it has been a few years. So I just, yeah. All right. Well, I mean, the last couple of years, Georgia's won. Yeah. So, I yeah. wanted to ask you, Bryce, what do you think about uh, Coach Saban having a triple dip cup in the Ferrari? What, a triple dip cup? He had, he had, a, tri- he had a triple. It was tripled up. It uh-huh. was Obviously, it was one of two things. It was either lean or it was the dip cup. <laughs> I believe it was a dip cup, knowing Saban, <laughs> in, the, in the Ferrari. If you had a Ferrari, would you dip in it? Oh, for sure. Yeah. yeah that yeah. would be cool. 
Yeah. It would be cool, right? You, you can take me out of a truck, but you can't take you can't take the truck out of Bryce. The truck out of Bryce, exactly. <laughs> so yeah, I'm having a dip cup for sure. I mean, that's flexing hard. It is flexing you hard, know, very you're, hard. You're dipping in a Ferrari. I mean, that's cool. If you could, if you if I gave you said Bryce here here's a blank check, you can go buy what you can buy whatever <laughs> car you want right now. It's got to be it, a car though. It, yeah, it oh, can't yeah. be a truck. Yeah. No, you, we, we're not buying any souped up truck or SUV Dang. for you. You have to go buy a vehicle. Mm. Uh, like a a four a, a, a car. car. What what would you if I, blank check though? You can go get anything you want. What would you go get? Man, it's got to be a car. Yeah, I'm not fond of cars, but they, I mean they're cool. I mean I'd probably go the whole. You got to go super I'm, car. Yeah, super. I gotta yeah. go. I gotta find a car that has the most space in it, so that I could still utilize ah, um, it. Cadillac. I guess a bad A Cadillac, I think. <laughs> I mean, I like, could see. A sweet cat, Probably a sweet Cadillac. I mean. You, you need space. Exactly. It's got to be a working car. It, it, a work, exactly. <laughs> it's got to have a decent trunk. It's got to have a second row. A V8 engine. So, I mean, he, he, Lamborghinis and Ferraris are off. Exactly. Bri, because there's there's no space to put anything yeah. in. And it's hard to put you in one right. of those. Corvettes, I think we're down to a thing. we're down to a cop uh, car pretty much. We're down to a Dodge Charger. I, think. Yeah. Be, yeah. I would go a little classier. <laughs> we're going to Cadillacs. Fine. I, I'm going a nice whatever the biggest Cadillac car that they make. I'm I'm all in. And if you just had a blank check to get any kind of vehicle, what would that be? Mm, that would just be probably the newer newest um, Duramax. Like this is the Denali Ultimate. And that thing is bad. So I'd probably, I would get that and then I'd delete it. You know, I would get rid of all the emissions and the death fluid and all that stuff. So. Right. If you had a blank check and you could only buy a truck or a boat, what would you buy? Ooh. I think I'm. Really? You go boat instead? Yeah, I think I'm going. You go more boat expensive with because the boat. boats get. Yeah. Wet there. But here's the thing I still like to do what I like to do. Like, I wouldn't. I don't think I'd really go on the old offshore route because I just don't you. do much. Off- yeah, I'm inshore. I'd get a bad A. The top of the prop- line bass boat. I, it, no, no, no center not a bass. console, bay boat. I got, so, it. I got it. I'd probably get a newer Blackjack 224 or the 256. Mm. It was what I would probably get. You need to get your wife to listen to this show so she kind of gets some ideas for you. For, I hope for, she's paying attention. For, for Christmas here. All right, so you got uh, Michigan beating Alabama. So yeah. the next game is going to be Texas and Washington. I hope Texas wins. You're hoping for Texas to win. I'm, I'm going Texas to win, and I hope Texas wins. Washington, they, you know, they, I make it there, and I think each year they've been there. Haven't they just blown it? So I feel like they're just going to blow it again. So Texas versus Michigan in the national championship game, according to Bryce Williams, and the winner is Texas. I'm going Texas. Yeah, well, you have to. Yeah. Because you already picked Michigan to lose to Texas. That's right, yeah. When you thought they were playing in round one. <laughs> yeah. So Texas is your national champion. I think so, yeah. Are you going to be locked in for those games? Yeah, I think I'm going to watch those. I do enjoy watching, which I enjoy obviously watching all of them whenever I'm sitting, whenever I finally sit down. Um, but I will actually, I'll actually make it a point to watch those games. 
All right. For sure. Had you uh, have you followed the East Carolina news? They signed a new quarterback uh, this week from, from Michigan, Michigan State, yep. the transfer quarterback. Yep. Uh, seen a lot of that signed a receiver from NC State, signed a linebacker, linebacker for from uh, Missouri. Missouri. I so. realized that on all my news, I'm up to date from y'all. So. From Pir- you've been <laughs> from Pirate Radio. Been following Pirate Radio yeah. today, yep. so we're, we're getting yep. you up to speed. So uh, it seems like. Although the football season did not go fantastic, it seems like the last few weeks yeah. uh, they've yeah. been working hard and uh, trying to add as many new tools and uh, players and yeah. and uh, get the get the ship rocking and rolling yeah. for for 2024. What do you think? For sure, I'm excited about it. Um, you know, it's exciting to see a new you know new receiver. Um, you know, I always love the offensive side of the ball. Clearly, um, so it's exciting to see a new receiver. And he came from state to here, which is even better because. Act like he's a slap, slap in the face in state, which you know, I'm happy with that. Um, so that, and then obviously with the quarterback, you know, it is exciting. You know, obviously that's you know big, big ten football. Um, you know, he's got some games under his belt. Um, the highlights, of course, I saw courtesy Power Radio. Um, so that you know is good, and um, you know, hopefully him coming coming to Greenville and you know turn things around. Um, on the you know on the quarterback side of the ball, so I'm excited about it. What do you think of uh, uh are, are you follow? I mean, I know you follow Pirate Radio, but do, do you get into any of the other sports stuff of all the portal stuff and all the players and uh, the coaches changing this time? Is that is that um, exciting to you at all? No, I don't pay too much about you know the whole you know portal stuff and like what who's going where and all that stuff. Really, if it's an IDC football, I just kind of it's, look past it, it. You're, you're thinking of hunting and fishing yeah, yeah, yeah. that's what you're thinking yeah, yeah most definitely Bryce Williams our special guest here Hour 3 Pirate Radio Live uh, remember coming up on Wednesday at 3 o'clock the athletic director of East Carolina John Gilbert will be here in studio so mark your calendars for that um, let's take another break as we do Bryce are you prepared to make someone a winner oh for sure so let's open up the Pirate Radio treasure chest Shirley 317-1250 317-1250. You can be one of our three final winners in the Pirate Radio Treasure Chest right now. 317-1250. Caller 12 is going to join Bryce Williams on the air in just about five minutes from now. And we're going to give them a fabulous prize. They got We got a $100 gift card to Jersey Mike's. Mm. We have a $100 gift card to Chico's. We also have a huge, awesome prize pack with golf balls and stuff from our friend Brandon Manning at Farm Bureau Insurance in Winterville. So those are one of our three prizes left and your chance to be a winner right now. 317-1250, 317-1250. You'll get to talk to Bryce. You'll get to hear about what you win. And who knows what else will happen. We'll be back. More Power Radio Live right after this. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Do you want to get rid of wrinkles, tighten and lift your skin, smooth your skin texture, erase veins and brown spots and get rid of unwanted hair? Are you interested in Botox or filler? Contact the licensed professionals at Beauty Bar Medi Spa on Red Banks Road in Greenville. 
Free consultations available by calling 752-1406 or visiting beautybarmedispa.com. Enjoy your visit. Love your transformation. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Ellerby. All right. Thank you, Shirley Rhodes. Uh, doing a fantastic job in Studio B. Shirley and the big dog hanging out. Uh, we got Bryce Williams in Studio A. As I'm Jonathan Ellerby filling in for Clip Brock. Also Chandler Honeycutt. They've both been under the weather. Tough time. I got sick a couple of days last week, so I kind of know mm. the feeling that uh, something's going around. So hopefully those guys will be well. And uh, we're hoping they'll be back here for Wednesday and Thursday's programs before we take a holiday hiatus. On Friday, we'll have a best of. And then, of course, Christmas next week. We'll have a lot of NFL games and some best ofs running here. So uh, enjoy some uh, live NFL action and some other stuff over the next holiday week. But uh, certainly some good programming coming your way the next few days, including John Gilbert Wednesday at uh, three o'clock but right now we will definitely have two more winners the next couple of days but we will only have one winner today and let's go out surely to the pirate radio live line who who was the lucky winner today lonnie kinker all right lonnie are you there yes how are you doing today I'm doing great. How are y'all? I would expect you are doing great. You are a lucky caller 12 on the Pirate Radio Treasure Chest. Congratulations. Have you ever won before? Uh, yeah, I think I won about three or four years ago. Okay. Do you remember what you won? Yeah, $100 to Familia. Oh, nice. A good place for Italian food and fun. So, uh, I guess, did you hear the three prizes we have left? No, I did not. Oh, okay. We got a, a little golf package and a prize pack from Brandon Manning at Farm Bureau in Winterville. And then we also have $100 gift cards to Chico's, $100 gift card to Jersey Mike's. So uh, those are the three prizes we have left. So a lot of, lot of great options left in the tank there. Okay. What do you, what do, you do, Lonnie? I'm retired and I'm um, enjoying my third day of being a grandparent. Oh, well, congratulations. First uh, grandson or granddaughter? Granddaughter. Nice. And uh, I guess, do you live here in Greenville? No, I live in uh, Chesterfield, Virginia, and we have a condo down in Florida. Oh, wow. Okay. Where does the grand granddaughter uh, live near you? No, granddaughter's in Ocala, Florida. Oh. Are you going to make the trek to see that young lady this holiday season? I am here. I was here Saturday morning when we got the call to get towards hmm. the hospital. We made the two-hour drive and waited and waited, but she was born Sunday at one ten. All right. Nice. Well, congratulations. Uh, Bryce, any questions for Lonnie? Uh, you're covering them pretty good. The whole grand, being a grandparent, that's exciting. Um, is it a daughter-in-law or your daughter? My daughter. Okay. Well, good. Nice. That's exciting. Well, congratulate. Retired. Living your best life, got a granddaughter, mm-hmm. and now I mean, is there which one of the prizes? Do you, you want to call your shot? See if you got a one in three chance. Uh, what 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 is what is Shirley going to read to you in just a second? Which which prize do you think you're about to win? Well, I don't golf, but I can eat. So either <laughs> one, Chico's or Jersey Mike's is good. All right, pick one. Which one do you think it's going to be? Jersey Mike's or Chico's? I don't know. I I, I frequent Chico's sometimes, so I hope. We'll go with Chico. All right, Shirley, no pressure, but but he's hoping Chico's for Mexican one. food and fun. If not, then... No pressure at all. Huh? No pressure at all. All right, hold on. So, anyway, opening up the chest for Lonnie, the new granddad, on the Pirate Radio Live Line, our third to last winner this year. 
Shirley, be good to him. Well, he did call it that he liked to eat. <laughs> Lonnie, you're a proud recipient of a $100 gift card to Jersey Mike. Hey, everybody likes That's Jersey Mike's. There we go. Congratulations. What a fantastic Thank prize. You. Yes, sir. Do you have a go-to sub, Lonnie? Uh, there, I usually get the tuna or uh, turkey and cheese. Nice. Have you ever you, you tried the number 56? It's like the steak and cheese at uh, Jersey Mike's. It's it's phenomenal. I had that a long time ago, but I got to where I like the tuna and the, the turkey better. Yeah, but you got to add jalapenos to it. Man, it's it's really, really good. It's a great hot, especially these cold winter days. Man, mm-hmm. they, that's, it's, it's, it's a good money play. Well, congratulations. We'll give you a call, and uh, we'll get these gift cards to you. And uh, you got $100 to use at Jersey Mike's over the next uh, year or so. And uh, thank you for listening to Pirate Radio. Well, thank you all for doing what you do, and Merry Christmas. Merry yeah. Christmas. Merry Christmas to you. There is Lonnie, our winner on the Stations for Winners. So 317-1250 is the number to remember on Wednesday and Thursday. We have two more prizes left, which happen to be Brandon Manning's prize package, which includes a golf gift certificate, some golf balls, a nice sweatshirt, and then we also have a $100 gift card to Chico's. So, man, it is going to be a fantastic finish on the Pirate Radio Treasure Chest. We still got one more break to get in, so let's take one more break. We'll come back. We'll wrap things up with uh, Bryce Williams today. Get you ready to get uh, out of here. See what uh, see what else is on Bryce's mind. Uh, we had David Lee come by. Do you know who Marvin Jarman is? Yes. So he wrote a book on Marvin. It's a really cool oh, book. Wow. So we'll have to look in that. We got a little uh, transport portal news too when we get back. Oh, we do? Glenn, uh, the yep. big dog. The big dog will be at the news desk when we come back. More, more Pirate Radio Live right after this. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. The Buccaneer Music Hall has all the fun for your Sunday fun day covered. Every Sunday, you can kick off the day at the Buck with the largest 4K screen in Greenville along with 18 TVs. So you don't miss a single game. They'll have mimosa specials, a Bloody Mary menu, and pizza all day from Pizza Hut. And don't forget the weekly jersey giveaway starting at 5 o'clock. Score every Sunday at the Buck. And taking a look at your stock market report, it was a good day again today. The Dow was up 251 points at 37,557. The NASDAQ was up 98 at 15,003, and the S&P was up 27 points at 4,768. That's your Wells Fargo Advisors Stock Market Report. For a personal look into investing, call Wells Fargo Advisors uh, today at 756-6900 in Greenville. Wells Fargo Advisors, LLC, member SIPC. Now let's head back into the show. Here's Ellerby. All right. Thank you, Shirley Rhodes. Doing a great job in Studio B with the big dog. The big dog is at the news desk, I believe. He said he had a portal update for us. Bryce Williams in Studio A with me. So, uh, big dog, what, uh, what, what do we need to know here? We got a big man committed to the Pirates. Mm. Recently, we got a Juco lineman transfer 
Kendarius Small, which is a great name for a big man. For a big man. <laughs> if you're 6'5", 305 pounds, and your last name is Small, it's mm-hmm. it just it's meant to be. Right. Oh, yeah. Big guy out of Tuscaloosa, Alabama. Somehow got out of Nick Saban's backyard. Transferred in from a JUCO route from Southern University, and he will be uh, a pirate this coming year. Confirmed on his uh, his uh, Twitter account. All right, there we go. So, Another great name that is out there, rumored to be heading the Pirates' way. It's unconfirmed at this point. A South Carolina transfer, a wide receiver by the name of Get Ready for This, Omega Blake. Mm. Ah, nice Omega. An, an Omega. Nice. Really, that that really gets the uh, his chances at merchandise. If he hits it, it could be it could be right. good. Yeah, <laughs> I love six five smalls. Yes, six yeah. five three hundred pound men named yeah. Small. Yes, yeah. yes. I hope. I hope. So. I can't wait to watch Smalls. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you're my boy, Smalls. You're killing me, Smalls. <laughs> yes, all. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I'm getting fired up just about just just the name. I mean, when you. That's what it's all about right now. A a giant lift tackle named Small and a fast wide receiver named Omega. Yeah, it's bowl season. Let's get it. Bowl we need season. a running back named Alpha, and we're in good shape. Uh, we're good. Mm. <laughs> we got we got Hauser. This is his house. Well, and I also thought Hauser. That's like a. Uh, it just for whatever reason makes me think of. Uh, he's got like a howitzer missile. Like he's he's got that cannon on him. Oh, you know, that's yeah. what me, it's what it made me think of. Mm-hmm. All right. We'll hear more from uh, Mike Houston on Wednesday at 1 o'clock. Follow us on our social media. We'll have full coverage of uh, the press conference with Coach Mike Houston as he'll announce all his uh, signees, including the high school players. And so it uh, should be a fun day to get some information and catch up with Coach Mike Houston. So uh, and looking forward to that. And then, of course, remember Pirate basketball back in action on Wednesday night. The Pirates have two more home games before they hit conference play starting up in January. The Pirates will have Delaware State on Wednesday at 7 o'clock on ESPN+. And then the following Friday, December 29th, the Pirates will host East Tennessee State. And remember, the big matchup for the women coming up on December 30th, that Saturday, number one, South Carolina will be in Menjis for a game with uh, Kim McNeil and her program. So a lot of stuff coming up, including uh, more East Carolina information and news will be here on Wednesday at 3 o'clock. John Gilbert will be here, the East Carolina Athletic Director. Anything you want us to ask John Gilbert for Bryce Williams uh, on Wednesday at 3 o'clock, Bryce? Um, let's see. Anything we want to ask Mr. Gilbert? What, what, do, we, what do you need to know? Um, what do I need to know? Dang, that's tough. Um, I'm drawing a blank right now. Should we ask him turkey or ham? Yeah, we can ask him turkey or ham. All right. If he's a real tree or a fake tree. In his house. Does it, now, now, you just mentioned that one. Now, of that's your, a good question. Yeah. Yeah, you got to be a real tree guy. Real tree? Or are you, where are you? Real tree? Or real, you got to be a real tree I'm a real tree guy. Yeah. I can see you yeah. going into the woods, Bryce, and yanking that thing down oh, yeah. yourself. Yeah. I bet, do you have some squirrels living in your tree? I bet you have some live animals in your there tree. There might be one in there. <laughs> <laughs> what about uh, so real real tree for uh, any, any other Christmas tradition? That, uh, you, that you, we do? Um, do you do Christmas PJs? Does Bryce Williams get, get I, no, told what to wear at Christmas? I don't have no, thank you. Come on, uh, you can be honest. It's just us talking. No, yeah, that's some uh, that's some big and tall PJs. Yeah, for Bryce. I well, Coach Mack does Christmas PJs. <laughs> I'm just yeah. throwing it out there. No Christmas PJs for me. Um, no, normally it's a Carhartt shirt and Carhartt pants in the morning. Okay, you know, you or, t- team I, Carhartt I on like the Christmas mo- moccasins. Yeah, oh yeah. 
pretty much a lot of card. It's pretty much. Do you get up and get clean before Christmas, or you just kind of just you just kind of ro- roll out of bed um, and go with? When it? When I was younger, it was definitely sort of roll out. Um, but this year now, I'm finally get clean and stuff. I have a question for you, Ellery. <laughs> yes. On Christmas morning. Yes. Will you run? Uh, no, there will be no exercising on Christmas morning. Mm, I'm just curious. Yeah. You, you, I, yeah. I could see you running on Thanksgiving morning before a big meal. There is the turkey trot and Thanksgiving. Yeah. I could see that. Um, but I was just, I was curious. Yeah, the, the, this Christmas day is the. I think it's the only day that F3 is closed. Wow. Really? So, Hang the now, sign up. Unless there is like lightning. Truly or, inclement or, or, weather. Or, or like hurricane. Yeah, like where, where Mother Nature is just like calling it off. That's <laughs> the only really official day that uh, F3 is closed. So, no, there will be no exercising. It's, it's strictly family time. Good. Wow. So, good. Yeah. Good, good. But you, I was just, I was curious. I, but I mean, it is not too bad. I mean, I hope the weather. I didn't know if you would go out and run, about, run, run by yourself just to get a run in. No, I mean, I'm not that that run savvy. I mean, I do enjoy it. I kind of struggled a little bit this morning. It was kind of cold, but uh, it's, it's you know maybe if it's nice on Christmas Day, I wouldn't mind going for a little bike ride or a little walk. Just These kinda, months, I have the most admiration for you and your group. Yeah, it, it, it's impressive. We had a hundred people come out uh, last week. For we all rallied for a guy mm. that uh, is going to get cancer treatment so we kind of coldest morning of the year yeah. to that point uh quite amazing yeah to have that type of, of, wow. of gathering f3 is an amazing group uh check it out f3enc.com and uh, come out and, and join us could be a part of your new year's resolution then you, you have any new year's resolutions that are that, that are coming up or no. any, any changes any goals for 2024 bryce um we got to kill some of them little county turkeys no, yeah probably do. just have a good fishing season turkey season i don't really do, i try to just keep on the same routine drink the gym you know continue to eat good i feel like you know just stay on track i guess is my news resolution all right stay on track yeah. bryce williams mr consistent coming up in 2024 yes sir all right any last words of wisdom uh any other thoughts did you come up with anything else for us to ask john gilbert besides fake tree um, or real tree Let's see. Uh, which one of his uh, ECU sports is his favorite? Ooh, pick your favorite child. What's your favorite sport? What's your favorite? I mean, as the AD, you're the father of them all. But who's your favorite? Wow. Who's your favorite? That's that's a tough question. Yeah. I, I never really thought of going that angle with the athletic director. That is an interesting <laughs> angle to take. I hadn't thought about that. What is which your... child is your favorite? Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> What's your favorite sport? Yeah. If you could switch coaches in any of them, like, like yeah. put, put the football coach at lacrosse or lacrosse here or whatever, maybe we'll do that. So uh, John Gilbert will be here Wednesday at 3. Wishing Clip and Chandler well. Hopefully they will be back Wednesday and Thursday with us. If not, we'll be here. We'll be plugging along. Lots of good stuff on the way. Thanks to Coach Mack. Thanks to David Lee. His book, Marvin, a Greenville legend available at UBE or Amazon. Get a copy of that. Bryce, thank you for being here. Yes, sir. Big Dog Shirley, fantastic work. Thank you for all the behind the scenes, keeping us on the air on youtube and facebook and then uh thank you the listener and viewer for hanging out with us today more treasure chest winners just two wednesday and thursday be here or be square the voice take us away so long everybody have a great night eastern carolina thanks for listening to pirate radio live an exclusive presentation of the voice of the pirate nation